Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 93 of Zion's Finest. This is an episode that I was reluctant to make, but I think we it was something that needed to be done. So just to set the stage a little bit, we have been practicing with Lethal, with Blitz, with Spectre versus Blitz, and my thesis that I'm going to be defending in this episode is that a practiced Spectre player who is playing against anything besides Spectre and maybe Vader, but I think Vader also falls into this category, has a 95% chance to win on Spectre. Now that sounds insane, right? Like that should not be possible. That sounds like what Ugnaughts were able to do on Raining Freight. But I truly think that it is the case in terms of what they're able to do, how fast they're able to close and just start removing enemy units. So we go through a little bit. Um, we go through a little bit how we're able to arrive at this. Actually, we go through it a lot. But I want to, before we all dive into this and before you listen and see how angry we get as we, and we're actually not even that angry. It's more of just like one of those things where you just see the math and what you're looking at. And it's just, it makes me a little bit sick to think about, but honestly, I just, I don't think there's anything to really say about it. It's where we're at. Um, so I have, I titled the episode The Darkest Hour, and the theme song is, uh, or uh, yeah, our opening theme is from The Darkest Hour. It's a movie with Gary Oldman where he plays Winston Churchill. Obviously, I am invoking Blitz and the uh, comparison between Darkest Hour and the Blitz. Not that I would ever um, do anything to contrast are suffering with that of England at uh, what was truly a a dark hour. Um, but it's it's obviously it's a, a lighthearted comparison. Everyone knows how much I love and respect the Queen, and you should know how much I love and respect Winston Churchill as well as the Queen's father. May he rest in peace. Um, but it's. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think there's really a whole lot more to say about this other than as you listen to the episode and as you think if you're resistant to what we're saying. I encourage you, I strongly encourage you to attempt to prove us wrong. And by proving us wrong, what I'm saying is I want people who play um, versus a good player on Spectre, who's running Spectre on Blitz, who's just running at you and just trying to like JK is going to describe his game versus Vader, which he loses. <laughs> he loses because Scott hits a less than 1% chance of killing Ezra, as well as I think you're several dodges. I mean, like, Everything that he does, like Scott just hits crazy high variance um, with some of his offensive roles. And, and Scott's obviously a really, really good player. And JK still almost won their game, okay? And as we describe, like none of my games with Matt or his games against anyone else have been even close. And so if you think we're wrong, play against, like if, you, you, if you're in North Carolina, you think I'm wrong, have Ryan Janway run at you with Spectre on Blitz and see if you can survive. Like see if you can kill anybody. I, I, don't, I don't think that it's just going to happen. So we, we talk about that. I don't want to get into that anymore. I just want people to know that like, even though this is a, uh, it is a negative episode in the sense of we're not happy with where things are at. Our, our criticisms, our comments are always based in the fact that we love Imperial Assault. If anyone doubts that, I don't know what else I can do to show you how much we love this game. We have dedicated thousands of hours to building the community, playing the game, other like all these things, right? And and dollars, right? Like it's not just hours, it's dollars. Like we love this game. And we have tried to figure out how to navigate things as FFG has waned in its support for us. And to be faced with this is not where I want to be. Um, in the month before Worlds. So 
I won't belabor the point. You, I, I encourage you to just listen to us. Listen to us with an open mind. Um, this is more of a conversational episode. There's a lot of strategy, actually. We go deep into strategy. Oh, and that's the one thing I forgot to mention. I, along with this episode, I'm releasing an iPad image. Sorry, an image I drew on my iPad, which is notes that I was taking on a Lothal map. I encourage you to reference that repeatedly. I try to make clear when someone's saying something where it is that they're talking about on the map. And so there's there's a lot of notations on it. You can feel free, obviously, we could talk about on the Slack. But that that map is pretty key in like terms of having a clear understanding as to what it is that we're talking about as we're going through. And with that, let's turn it over to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 93 of Zion's Finest. This is Kenny Brown and I am joined by a spate of brothers, including Matthew Scott. Hello, hello. So what we're going to be doing, um, as the title of the episode indicates, it is a dark hour. I, I very nearly rage quit all of Imperial Assault last Wednesday. Matt has that, that may sound like he's exaggerating. He, he's not. I was there. Matt, I watched it happen. I caused it. You didn't watch it happen. Yeah, Matt, you did it. And I have no malice towards Matt. I only have malice... In my heart towards stupid Specter Cell. Okay, <laughs> so this is what's happening. So right now we're at my house. Um, Scott is bravely attempting to prove us wrong regarding what our thesis is going to be, which I will lay out in a little bit. Him and JK are playing downstairs. They will probably be coming up here in a little bit. Also, you should be aware that if you, you hear ambient noise in the background, like doors opening, uh, little feet shuffling, it is because the Brown household has not totally gone to sleep and there are two little twins who are being potty trained, right? So they are going to be going, you might hear them pitter-pattering to the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. That's what that is. So just so, just so you are aware as to the scene, the setting. Okay, so first off, I'm going to explain, <clears throat> I have a thesis. My thesis is that... A competent Spectre player who has practiced who has practiced on uh, Lethal Blitz in terms of knows the strategy, knows how to play their matchups, will win 95% of their games versus a non-Spectre list. It is an incredible... I'm making... And I'm, I'm not being hyperbolic, okay? So what we're going to do is I'm, I'm going to defend this thesis, but first off, Matt is going to set the stage a little bit with... Some, some practicing, some skirmishing, testing that we did last week. Yep. Okay. So, uh, as those of you that are on the Slack may remember, I was more than a little grumpy about the introduction of Spectre Cell and the way that that shaped up to be released. And uh, as a result of that, I had not actually played Spectre Cell. I played against Spectre Cell. I had never run it myself until last week, maybe three, four days ago. Yep. And eventually I was like, you know what? Uh, this seems really difficult to beat. Uh, I'm going to try playing it, see what I can get sorted out. I also had not played on the Lothal Waste map yet. Um, yeah, that's crazy. It, for whatever reason, I just never really got around to it. And so I came, we were meeting to do some, to get some practice in for Worlds, and I was like, hey, I'm going to show up. I know people want to practice against Spectre. I'm just going to try it. First time, let's play. Yep. Uh, so we sat down to play Lothal. The other thing here that I think is worth mentioning was, uh, in, in the interest of testing, I sort of decided that I was going to play as aggressively as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I find a lot of value in testing and sort of pushing the envelope, pushing the edges of what is possible. Yep. And so I was sort of like, hey, these guys seem pretty resilient. I'm going to play as aggressively as I possibly can, and we'll see how punished I can I can get and, and then scale back from there. Yep. So the other thing that's worth mentioning is that 
I am not super well known as being a, a super fast skirmish player. No. I tend to take my time. I tend to think about things. Um, I tend to think my moves through very carefully because I find that I make mistakes if I don't do that. Yep. On this evening when we were testing, in three and a half hours, I played seven rounds of skirmish. Yeah, it was... One it, of them was a Han Ranger's Mirror that Kenny and I were playing with, and that was like an hour. Yeah, that was a long game. Uh, and then the other six games were Spectre Cell against various things, and so six matches in two and a half hours. We played we played back-to-back-to-back to back to back matches in probably mm-hmm. half an hour, maybe. Yeah, half an hour, maybe. Maybe. Um, I won all six of them. Yeah. All six of them. Uh, they were all in Lothal Waste. One of them was Fluctuations. The other five were on Blitz. So explain to us, um, what was your... Um, so let's not talk about our Han Rangers game, except to say... So I have I just started playing Han Rangers because I think Han Rangers has got a really good... I thought that... Well, it, it does. Han Rangers has got a really good uh, matchup versus Spectre because Han Rangers thrives on picking off... You know, defensive targets, out of mm-hmm. range, and collapsing. And Han is such a strong piece that you just have got a lot of answers for Spectre. And I've had success. I've played people on Vassal. I've beat people on Vassal. I've played people, and I'm talking about Spectre, okay? But I had not played Han Rangers versus Spectre on Blitz, okay? Mm-hmm. So what? Ha- so actually, describe your games with JK first. Yeah, so uh, JK, was ru- he, he ran two different lists. One of them that he's been experimenting with is actually really interesting and really smart idea, which is using the Bantha Rider. Yep. Um, the theory being, hey, it has a lot of health. Uh, it can deal some unmitigable direct damage that doesn't that gets around those Spectre defense pips. Yep. Um, nine health, nine, nine health. points for twenty one mm-hmm. health. Health, right? Yep. Like it's like Onar, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Like you're not rolling defensive die, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter for Spectre anyway. Exactly. And then one of them was a Bantalist scum hunters, kind of a scum heroes sort of a list, right? Yep. Onar. Yep. Hondo. Hondo. Greedo. That kind of stuff. Yep. So. Uh, ju- just to sort of recap, if you're not familiar, if you don't quite remember how Blitz works, uh, the setup rules for Blitz are kind of interesting. So you each pick a deployment side, and then you you alternate deploying figures to the map. You can pass just like a regular turn sequencing would allow you to pass, and you deploy them, and then they can move up to eight spaces. Yep. And so you are rushing out into the different areas of the map immediately. So and what we're going to do is, as we're talking about this, we're orienting the map around the following. Um, the spire's on top, okay? Mm-hmm. So the outside deployment zone is on the left. The inside deployment zone is on the right. That's so, the red and the blue zones, respectively, yeah. if you're looking at the the code exactly mm-hmm. so what, and what we're going to do is we're going to orient our discussion around kind of landmarks like the major things um but just so everyone is aware if we say top or bottom it's because right now we're looking at a map on my computer and on my ipad also i will be releasing um i'm going to be taking notes that we're going to be talking about on my ipad that i will release as part of our show notes just in order to make <laughs> more things clear yep. okay so I'll start with you so talking. i so i ended up playing uh from the outside the red left deployment zone every single time i do th- and it was largely because I kept losing all of my initiative rolls, and yeah. my opponent would pick the other side. It's the worst side. Which, yeah, it's the worst side, right? Because your your deployment is a little bit constrained in that there's a red dotted line that's uh, on the top half of the deployment zone that cuts off your ability. Like I put, I can, you can put Gideon there, and I'm actually going to put that on the on the map. But otherwise, it's really hard to move people mm-hmm. out of that position, <clears throat> yep. right? And so, in keeping with my philosophy of I'm going to play as aggressive as possible and see what happens. I started deploying stuff on Blitz, so the the sequencing that I sort of figured out that made the most sense was, so you pass as long as you can. Yep. Right? Uh, and then you deploy Chopper first. 
and you ha and you move him up so that he's adjacent to your terminal. And then in order, you deploy um, Hera, Sabine, Zeb, Kanan, and then Ezra. Okay. And effectively what you're doing is you're looking to see where your opponent commits. Once you get down to the point where they have two, one or two figures left, they have their big guys, it's usually pretty easy to tell what area of the map they're going to try and focus on, if they're going to stay in their deployment zone, yep. if they're going to try and control either the top right corner where their terminal is, if they're going to go towards the bottom left that has a little bit more ranged cover, whatever. And by the time that you've deployed uh, Sabine, Hera, Chopper... You still have three scary attackers left, and they have to commit some of their attacking pieces. Yep. You, those are your scariest attackers, you, right? You have your scariest attackers, yep. and you have the option to deploy Kanan and Ezra together. Yep. And literally, my option, my strategy here was push, like, try to push Spectre figures down different lanes so that they can flexibly collapse on any area of the map. So along the top, I generally would have Sabine hanging out in her spire that used to be her favorite place yeah. and still is pretty much your favorite yeah. place. I mean, like, she can still hang around, like, mm. so the top left, so if you're looking at the spire, um, you know, it's the nine squares, the top left square is still incredibly safe, right? Yep. Like, they have to get on top of the spire in order to get line of sight. And incredibly threatening. And incredibly threatening, right? Yep. Like, she can go out from there, toss grenades, take shots, it's, it's a great mm -hmm. spot. Yep. Um, I would end up with, usually, something like Hera and Zeb are going to be in the... Uh, top middle row, so kind of by the small spire, basically eight spaces as far as they can get. Um, sometimes Kanan there in the mix as well. And where is this again? Show me. This is right here. Okay, so we're talking about like the middle lane in between the, middle like, lane the, where the small spire is. And the evaporator or whatever the, that yeah, thing. Yeah, the moisture evaporator thing. Yep. Um, I think that's what that is. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking We're exactly. going to call that the middle lane. The middle lane. Top right. middle lane. Top middle lane. Okay. So that area is incredibly safe in terms of lines of sight if you sort of position right in the center of that where that entryway is. Uh, especially along the, the bottom wall under, yep. underneath the small spire. It's very hard for your opponent to see you from the from their deployment zone or from anywhere. Yeah, so for example, like in this um, bottom left corner, so if you're looking at the small spire, um, diagonal um, bottom and to the left, that's how we're at, that mm -hmm. intersection right there with the wall. Key, you put Zeb there in one of our games, yep. and in order to get line of sight, you have to come... All the way, like, you have to come into the middle lane. You have to come within four spaces of where Zeb is. Yeah, exactly. In order to see him. Which is, that's Terrifying. scary. That's scary, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Like, nobody wants, mm -hmm. even Han doesn't want to yep. do that, right? Uh, and then you sort of look, like, where Zeb, Kanan, and Ezra end up depends a lot on where your opponent commits. But basically, you just rush them as close to them as possible. Um Against against JK, he was positioning his Bantha trying to look for, okay, how can I get maximum trample damage? Yep. And so my positioning was a little bit different to try, like, with all of those corners and those weird spaces, it's actually pretty easy to position your guy so that the Bantha can't stomp, like, move and land on more than one of them at once. Yeah, which is, that's not what you want. Right. Um, and largely the idea was, like, and, and this was part of my philosophy, which was, Spectre doesn't really care, like, so they use command cards. Yeah. They, they use command cards to great effect sometimes, but they care less about command cards than any other list in the meta. Absolutely. And, and so, like, and like by several orders of magnitude, exactly. right? Like, Han Rangers <clears throat> without command cards is not a list. <laughs> exactly. Ha Vader, Vader, right? Like, he, mm -hmm. if Vader doesn't have his parting blow combo, he is, he, he he's still strong, mm -hmm. right? But like, he's, you know, IG without Blaze, 
Yep. And Hunter cards, that's not a list, right? And so the theory is the sooner you can start fighting, the better, because there's going to be fewer cards in order to swing the balance. Yep. Um, the craziest thing about this map is if you commit Ezra very last, you can do this crazy thing where you start them, start him in your in the in the bottom furthest uh, most spot on the left deployment zone. Yeah. You move him eight spaces, basically as far right as he can go during the bottom middle lane. Yep. Um, and then at the start of the first round, he gets his brash movement. Yep. And he can go into the spot that we are not so affectionately calling the Ezra spot. Yes. It's, it is literally that corner next to the hallway in front of the other side deployment zone. So what you're thinking is if you're looking at the outside or the inside deployment zone, that hallway that is adjacent to it, Mm -hmm. where the wall ends, where the out, like the wall on the outside part of the hallway ends, the very Mm -hmm. bottom left. Ezra can be there, yes. right? So he can move there with his brash movement. And we're, I'm going to encourage everyone, you got to look at the map, because yeah. I think we've described it pretty well, but looking at the map mm-hmm. is going to help you understand so, where And the working. crazy thing about this is that with his four movement points after that, yeah. Ezra is in your opponent's deployment zone. Yes. Yes, he's, I know. He's in your opponent's <laughs> deployment zone. Yep. And so the idea here is basically collapse with as many of your dudes as you can on the most vulnerable attackers. Yep. Um, I had some pretty crazy stuff. So yes, the Bantha has 21 health, uh, in both of the games I played against the Bantha, three attacks. Yeah. My gosh. The Bantha was dead. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. That's crazy. In all of these games. And um, he also, that includes like having, um, Onar around in order mm -hmm. to like get down, right? In the very first game against, um, against Jerem, so he, he had positioned his Bantha and Onar kind of up by the terminal on the right side. Yeah. And Onar was out in front of the Bantha. And uh, I ended up pushing all of my guys up towards the upper part of the spire. I, did, I activated Sabine first. She shot and then grenaded Onar. And then I used Spectre Cell to have Ezra... No, sorry, it was the other way. Ezra moved and attacked. Okay. And then I used Spectre Cell to have Sabine attack. Uh-huh. And that killed Onar. Isn't that insane? Literally the first activation of the game. Before Onar has done anything. His 15 health, gone. I cannot believe that. (laughs) I cannot believe that. And so, uh, and there were some... And where did this happen? Like, where was this fight was This was the top, the very top right corner. Okay. So just east or right of the large spire, where where the right side terminal is. Wow, that's interesting, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's that's not in the deployment zone, but that's still, Mm -hmm. that's pretty far back, right? Yeah, so in that case, Sabine was in the top right corner of the top spire, Ezra started, he was kind of in the top middle lane right around that corner. I forget exactly where he was, but he was basically as far forward such that he could get to and attack figures that were next to that terminal Yeah. after the start of the round. Okay. And so it was just one one activation on our aced. That's so crazy. And you've taken crazy. zero damage. Taken right? zero damage because I, yeah, I had initiative or... Uh, no, I didn't have an issue. He got to go first. Yeah, you got to go first. <laughs> yeah. Man, so, crazy. and here's the other crazy thing. This is something that I'd never thought about before because it's not relevant. You can take initiative the first round of the you game. You can, which sometimes in which Blitz you're going to Blitz, you're gonna want to do. Yeah. Sometimes. Yep. And so there are even more opportunities for shenanigans here. So you played two games versus JK. Second game was close. or Oh, that so, was on so, fluctuations. So, so I, I played three games. Oh, okay. The third game was close. That was on fluctuations, and he didn't have the Bantha that time. Okay. No, no, he did have the Bantha. He did. He did have the Bantha all three times, now I remember. But the first two games weren't even close. The first two games, he conceded midway through round one. Midway through round one. Yeah. Like that? Like three activations. He was so far behind that he knew he couldn't come back, and we scooped. Okay. 
Okay. Well, do you want to go into ours? Yeah, right now? let's talk about ours. Okay. So here's let me so let me uh, set this up. So I had just played Josh, who was playing Spectre, and I beat him with Han Rangers. We were playing mm-hmm. on Tarkin. Um, Brett Kelly, we were talking about like Han Rangers matchup versus Spectre. And Brett Kelly said, what you do is open the middle hallway doors, like where the terminals are, like that, the 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 hallway that transects the where like that area. Open your door up, dare them to open theirs up, mm-hmm. and then just blast them with Han Rangers. Yep. So and I, I like that tactic. Uh, I, I do too. Mm-hmm. I think it puts a lot of pressure on him. Han is just such a beast. Like he can one-shot um chopper. If Hera is around, he can one-shot chopper without being focused. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, like there's there's just you can do a lot. I did. I beat him. I mean, our game, it was, like, I had the cards I needed, right? And I was <laughs> able to in, Intel leak away something awesome. But, like, the point was, like, it, it just wasn't a crazy close game. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt, like, in control of it. And I've had other games, like, playing Han Rangers versus Spectre. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I feel, like, mostly in control. I know how to play Han. I don't know how to play Rangers very well, but I know how to play Han. And I'm, I, I just feel like they... Spectre just has to be so very careful versus mm-hmm. Han Rangers. So after Matt wallops JK back to back, I was like, okay, I want to play against Matt on Blitz um, on the call. I want to play Han Rangers. Okay, so we play, we roll for initiative. Um, I got initiative, so yep. I took the right side. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened was I deployed um, in deployment zone one is what I'm calling it, and I've marked it out on the map. But where where it is, it's where I deploy all the time. I, it's the um, hallway that's adjacent to the deployment zone, the very bottom. Mm-hmm. So there's yep. like six to eight yep. spaces. That it's I, pretty close to, to that Ezra space, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> wait, wait a second. So this is what happens. So I deploy, like I'm deploying there because I'm thinking what I do is I put C-3PO behind, because it's far away from the spire is what I'm thinking, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be as far away from the spire as I can get. So what I do is I put Han there on the other side of where Ezra is going to end up, protected by C-3PO. And then that is flanked by Hera, a smuggler, right? My, I, I want my rangers to be on the backside of it. Because the whole thing I'm thinking is I want Han to be the front. Han and the rain, or the smuggler, who I don't care about, to be the front. So I deploy there. What do you do, Matt? So, and I want to sort of preface this. I have played a lot of Han Rangers. It's yes. probably my favorite list. Yep. I've been playing it a lot. Did very well with it at Worlds. Did pretty well with it at Worlds. And the thing that I have learned about Han Rangers is... Uh, their firepower goes down if you can kill two rangers. Yep. They can survive losing one. Yep. If you kill two, they're done. Yep. Uh, Unless they're already super ahead. Yep. So Kenny started building his little formation right there in that corner. Yep. And because he started building that formation, I had extra time to deploy. And so I just... All of my Sabine was up, so I put Sabine in the spire up top. Yep, which scared him away from positioning towards the top. Yeah, I've got I've got R two camping on the bottom mm-hmm. right spot of my terminal. So hopefully R two can soak mm-hmm. up a shot or two before yep. you know the first start. So play. Ezra and Kanan run straight down the bottom middle lane. Yep. Uh, Zeb goes to his safe spot. Yep. Right. And and this was this was this hurt my heart. This was just so gross. Yeah. So um, first activation. Yep. Uh, Kenny focuses a ranger. Yes, because I'm thinking Ezra is here, but what I need to do is I need to be able to make some focused attacks and kill him, or yep. like what am I going to do, right? And I, and I'm not worried about positioning that aggressively because I'm like, hey, if he activates Han very first yeah. in the right first round, unfocused, yep. yes, he can shoot Kanan or Ezra, but, but then he's stuck and I literally don't have to worry about him for the rest of the round. That's a win for me. Yes, absolutely. Right? So what I do with my first activation is and Ezra's in the Ezra spot. Ezra's right? in the Ezra spot. Yep. Zeb is in Zeb's safe spot. Yep. So I activate Zeb. Yep. Zeb moves eight, which takes him out of his safe spot, around the corner, and into the hallway. Yep. And he makes a melee attack. Yes. Against a ranger. 
That's right. Now, how? So I got it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. How did we do this? It was. You must have had a space in. You, right? you had some spaces diagonally, okay. so it was like you had Han, yep. and then three PO, and then Hera, yep. and then like that's Rangers right. behind it. Yep, that's right. Right. But you were able to so get it, to where the Rangers. So Zeb are. was able to move eight and then make a melee attack. Yep. So when I admit that I high rolled here, and yeah. I think I had a card to help. I think you did. But you Zeb, might have played Death Blow. I might have played Death Blow. Yep. Zeb one shots a Ranger. One shots a Ranger. One shots a Ranger. Yep. Then I tap Spectre Cell. Yep. Uh, Ezra moves in two. Yep. Ace is another Ranger. Yeah. This like, one was focused. Yeah. One activation, right? Like, I mean, this is one activation, and I have, I have, I mean, I'm not positioned in my deployment zone, but I am in the hallway next to my deployment zone, and what I thought was a very defensive spot, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm obviously, I'm, I'm doing this mm-hmm. with the plan of I need to be able to rotate away from where I think Spectre's going to be coming, yep. which I think is going to be coming around the top. Right. Or even in the middle, top mm-hmm. middle lane. Right. I got to be able yeah. to get shots and retreat. Yeah. So literally the first activation, Han Rangers, lose two Rangers, back is broken. Yep. Kenny concedes. We move on to the next one. Because like I've lost a focus Ranger. I've got one Ranger left. I've played zero of my cards. Mm-hmm. I have three cards in Ezra hand. Ezra hasn't activated Ezra yet. Ezra hasn't activated yet. Right. Like nothing has happened. Okay. So he was able to get to my hallway and kill the ranger before anything happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, so we scoop. Now, now that I'm thinking about this, it may have actually taken two whole activations. It might have taken two so activations. I think it was. Yeah, I forget exactly what the details were, but yeah. I, I think you did. You did have it like, required an Ezra activation to get the second ranger. I, I do, think is what it was. I think it was, and I think you played tools. Yes. But like that was it. Like you had death blow and tools so, or something. My also, mistake. Yeah. It took two activations <laughs> yeah, instead of one. And like the the point was like I there was nowhere for me to go right. Like there was nowhere for I couldn't move anywhere. Mm-hmm. I couldn't retreat. Yeah. Because it, it's pretty easy to underestimate if you haven't been close up against Han Rangers, like how much time they need to get focus up and going yep. to draw cards. cards. Like I was happy because I was like, hey, he has three of his three cards in hand. Yep. Like even if he has yeah. like all the best hunter cards, at best he's gonna ace one of my like four attackers that yes. are breathing down his neck. Yep. And then they have free reign to just kill whatever they want. Yep. So okay. second game. Okay, so and also I should also say the reason why I took my first activation was to focus a ranger is because an unfocused ranger is not gonna do anything, right? Yep. So what I'm hoping is, well, if I can focus a ranger and they can survive, then I can maybe like get Ezra, mm-hmm. right? Like I can use my two rangers to kill Ezra. Han can, you know, maybe kill Zeb with his double with a double tap and with Hera and like yep. all these things. Like I'm just trying to think like I need a teensy bit of time so that I can kill at least two of these threats before the game's over. And I couldn't do it. The game's yep. over. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so game two, I decided I'm like, okay, we're just going to do this to the max. And I deploy everybody is in my deployment zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Han is, and I, again, this is gonna be marked on our PDF. Um, so you've got the hallway. The right side of the hallway, there, like the wall is divided in two sections, the opening um, into the deployment zone and then the top wall and the bottom wall. Han is at the bottom of the top wall, again, staking out a defensive position. Okay, so I've got him there. <laughs> I think I have a smuggler to his right. Yep. And then 3PO and all of my all of my rangers are either behind him or in this top or in the, I'm sorry, in the bottom right corner of my deployment zone. And again, I'll mark mm-hmm. this on the map. So I've got my guys as far away as I can possibly get them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. Yep. So in this game, um, I made a bit of a mistake in my deployment where I split up Kanan and Ezra, which you don't want to do. Nope. Generally. 
So so you made a mistake. So I made a mistake. Okay. So think about that. Okay. So I deployed. Sabine was in Sabine's new spot up by the spire. Yep. Um, Kanan was kind of chilling up there with her. Yep. Zeb and Ezra go through the the top middle slash bottom middle lane. Yep. Hera is there with them too. And this is something we didn't mention, but is actually pretty relevant. So... Hera's smooth landing deployment oh, yeah. happens after the setup. Yep. So if you really want to cheat out an extra point of movement yep. from the, from one of your Spectre people, what you can do is move that one eight and then put Hera behind them. Yep. And then they'll both get to slide forward one. Yeah, so crazy. Ezra can actually get even closer if he wants yeah. to. He can make it into the hallway that if you really want to go for it. Man, that's nuts. Um, so, and I sort of looked and I, I let Chopper sit on the terminal. Honestly, so this was the other thing that's crazy is I genuinely spend a bunch of time being like, you know, I would kind of rather have Chopper like in the fray attacking than drawing me cards. Yeah. And so there were a bunch of times where I thought about just moving Chopper off the terminal or not even worrying about that. This right? is what JK did in our games that we yep. played mm-hmm. weeks ago, right? He yep. wasn't as aggressive with everyone else, but he was that aggressive with yep. Chopper. And so... Kenny starts focusing up. Yep. He starts. Because I'm still back, right? Like, cards. and Han's the one who I, I have Han's R2's confirm card. Like, I'm like, I've got to be more defensive, right? Like, this has mm-hmm. got to be a better, a more defensive position. Yep. So, uh, but your R2 is on your terminal. Yes. Right? Yep. And so. He's bottom bottom right of the terminal. Like, bottom diagonal. right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm like, hey, there's some free stuff to do there. I can sort of move up and get some free attacks and stuff. Yeah. And so. Kanan and Sabine sort of move around the top. They get some attacks in an R2. Uh, I think they kill him there. I do. I, um, I do think they kill him. Uh, I move in with Ezra and Zed. Oh, no, they don't the kill him. You hit him, but then I actually moved him back. He didn't that, die. That, that's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. And so we get to this point where I've activated all of my dudes round one. I have... Like, he has closed... Like, you I are closed, closed like, the net, right? So, like so his, his the... R2 has moved three spaces back into his Kenny's hallway yep. off the terminal. Yep. Next to him, I have Sabine and Kanan. Yep. Uh, Ezra and Zeb are in what was we were previously calling de- Deployment Zone 1. Yep. They're there knocking on the door. Yep. Uh, Kenny has a bunch of dudes in there. I've got two Focus Rangers. Two I've focus got Rangers. Han, right? Like, I've got Han. I've got... Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is my chance, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But I only have four cards in hand because R2's gone for a card and I've got three other cards, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And also, I should say, I have Primary Target, Assassinate... Um, let's see what else I have. Call the Vanguard. Yeah, he has all the cards. I have. I've got great cards. You don't have on the land. But you I have don't have on the land. Everything else that you might want. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, what happens is initiative passes to me. Actually, wait. I do get. I did get some attacks off with my Rangers. Yeah, you got some attacks. Uh, so th- this is what happens. I have my. So Matt has dove. Kanan, He is on the top half. Of, or he's in the hallway. The hallway that's outside my deployment zone. And I just want to emphasize. This is really dumb to do. Yes. Against Han Rangers. Yes. For every other list in the game. Yes. You just walk up and stand there and let them shoot at you with focus attacks and cards. Yes. But the thing is, this is round one. Yeah. And so they don't have all the cards that they're used to having. Yeah. Except I do have great cards. And I get three focus shots off on <laughs> on Kanan because I've got primary target, remember? Yeah. So I've got three focus shots on Kanan. I'm not able to kill him. Mm-hmm. Now, that is like somewhat not common, but yeah. it's also... Not like that's not crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to play assassinate in order to kill him. At this point, I have spent assassinate primary target. I've got no focus. No, nothing is focused anymore, mm-hmm. right? Like I've spent all of my focus, and literally everybody, without with the exception of Chopper, is right outside my deployment yeah. zone. 
And okay. Kanan is, he's either dead or he's like two away from he's dead. He's like dead or two away from dead. I think, oh, I spent, I have Han. What Han does is Han takes a shot on Sabine. I deal like four or five damage. And then he goes to do the end of round finish off Kanan. Yeah. Which he is able to do. Yeah. However, then the next round starts. And Spectre gets initiative. Yeah. And Spectre got initiative. I didn't have take, I did have call, but mm-hmm. an unfocused ranger doing like a yeah. P shot, right? Like it just, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Yep. And then. So, so Zeb walks up. Yep. Gets two attacks. Yep. Ezra taps Spectre Cell. Yep. Ezra gets in there. Yep. Um, and a later activation, Sabine runs the corner, throws a grenade that hits like six figures. Yep. Um, because again, like I'm like there's I'm, nowhere for there's nowhere go. for me to go. And I'll, and we we should say I think it's even worse than this. I think what happened is in your first activation you killed two rangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you dropped a Sabine bomb, and did I don't know. I think I, I rolled one damage. You but did it roll was one. one damage on. 3PO, Han, Smuggler, Hera, yep. Gideon. Yeah, that's right. Right. So it's like, so you know, it's not it's not my Rangers, right? But my Rangers are just mm-hmm. getting one shot. And at this point again, we're yeah, like he has traded two Rangers uh and a bunch of cards yep. for Kanan. Yeah, exactly. Two Rangers and a bunch of cards and for Kanan. And some damage on Sabine. And some damage on Sabine, right? But like at this point, I've lost two Rangers who have done nothing. He has got and he has got Zeb and Ez- and Ezra hasn't even gone yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's over. Yep. Right, like yep. we were like, we looked at each other, we're like, this is over. So we scooped again, right? So this is the start of round two. I'm able to survive only because he is mm-hmm. somewhat limited in movement. I'm like, hey, I want to try this lover's box. That Five you- games into my Spectre winning streak. <laughs> yeah, this is nuts. So we, we try this out. So what I do is um, I, I'm like, well, let's try this thing that Jeremy's been working on, the lover's box, which is just the box, but you have Leia instead of Hera and two smugglers. And the idea is, you know, it's better versus Spectre. So this time what I do is I actually camp in the the very the bottom right side of the map because I, I I probably shouldn't have done this but I'm thinking I want him to have no lines of sight or no open I'm sorry no protected lanes coming towards me so that wherever he goes as he's approaching Hera or Leia is going to be able to get a double tap that's yeah. my idea mm-hmm. problem is it totally does not matter because I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll so by the time that Kenny started positioning his formation like he put three PO there yep and if you're playing the box. Wherever. wherever you put 3PO is where everybody else is going to be. Yep, exactly right. right. I, I think it was even 3PO and MHD. Yeah. And I was like, okay. That's where he's I'm, going. I'm hard committing to that spot. Yep. If you if Kenny abandons MHD, that's a huge win. Yep. So, and so by the time that Kenny has committed to deploying in that area, I still have Zeb and Kanan and Ezra left. Yep. And so I say, okay, and I deploy them as far to the bottom right as I possibly can. And I'm and I think that they're like literally adjacent. So they you, are literally you have adjacent. A formation that's like so you have kind of an L shape, you have Leia in front, and then in the two vertically adjacent spaces you have Han Dracata. Yep. Behind them you have three PL and yep. MHD. Yep. Right? Because I've also I've got initiative right now, so I'm thinking Leia's gonna be able to double tap immediately and then retreat back, right? Yep. Like that's the idea. Mm-hmm. That that's what we're going yep. for. And so I position like right in that opening, I believe it's Zeb and Kanan in front and Ezra. No, it's uh, Kanan is in the back, and then Ezra and Zeb are in the front. Okay. Right. So Kenny opens up with a Leia double tap. Yeah. Leia Dracata. And I blast two onto... Onto the other two. Onto Ezra and Kanan. I put, like, six or seven damage on... On Ezra. On, on, not Ezra, on Zeb. On Zeb. Mm-hmm. Right. And then... then I, and also, I should say, I, I had in hand Miracle Worker, yeah, Negation, he, he and Planning. Miracle Worker round one. Yeah. So at this point, so I'm like, okay... Well, I can hopefully kill one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can kill one of them before I lose one of my... Because the cool thing about the lover's box is 
most of the time, the problem with the box is, is that when you lose one of your guns, you're really going to be hurting because you lose one of your guns and now like your offensive output is halved. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the lover's box, your offensive output is not halved because you've got Leia who's able to do it the double tap, right? Or you're losing Leia and you've still got Han and Drop. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking I need to kill just one of them. Mm-hmm. Right, like I need to kill one of them. Okay, so gun fly. Yep. Uh, Zeb survives. Yep. Right. Well, I mean, he takes like six or seven he takes damage, six seven, which is not nothing. Right? That's not nothing. Um, and I look and I'm like, well, at this point, I can attack Han or Leia or Dracada, and I'm like, well, no one likes to attack Han ever. Yep. If you have another option. Yep. Uh, Leia, I could probably one shot, but she has a white die, and, and she's got an evade. And she's got an evade, and I don't want to. Risk that. that, so I'm like, sure, we're gonna go for Dracada. I was like, he probably doesn't have Miracle Worker in his starting three cards. Yep. So let's go for it. Yep. Um, Zeb activates, and I think I even kind of messed up my positioning here so that one of Zeb's attacks had to go into Leia. Oh, that's right. And she dodged it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it was like I got the range attack. I got from what Zeb. I want, right? Like yep. this should be like exactly what I want. Yep. So the range attack goes into Dracada. He takes five or six damage. Yep. Uh, melee attack into Leia gets dodged. Yep. Tap Spectre Cell, Ezra goes, kills Dracada. But I have Miracle Worker. But he has Miracle Worker. Yep. So my first activation of the game, Miracle Worker gone. Yep. Dracada has damage on him. Gosh, that has nine damage on him. Yeah. <laughs> my gosh. <clears throat> then what happened, I think then you had Kanan and Ezra kill Dracada. Yeah. No, 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 you killed, yeah, you did. You killed Dracada. Mm-hmm. And then at this point it's like, I have not killed anybody. I have lost Dracada, who has done... I think I'd done maybe... Ezra recovered the two blast damage. damage. I think I had tried, like... I, the only My only attack with Dracada was on Kanan, and I was able to do, like, four or five damage again, but mm-hmm. then Dracada's dead, and yeah. it's like, I've lost this game. I haven't killed anybody, right? Yeah. I, I've thought about that. I probably should have tried to just be as conservative as I was the first time mm-hmm. going into deployment yeah. zone two. I think that's definitely a better option, but yeah. even then, I'm still, like, pretty skeptical... Like, and this is one of the things that has been very frustrating for me about Spectre Cell generally, yeah. is that they are as strong or stronger as any list in the game. Yep. Uh, that, that, but the trick is that the other lists rely pretty heavily on command cards and certain power swings. And positioning. Time, positioning. Right. Swinging those things in. Yep. Spectre Cell has most of, most of their strength yep. comes to them regardless of whether they have the right command cards or not. Yep. They don't even and, care. On Blitz, that's just amplified because you're literally up and attacking your opponent with your first activation round one unless they hunker down in their deployment zone. And even then... And even then, you are threatening damage. They get one turn worth of... One round worth of ramp up at best. Yeah. And you're dealing some damage anyway. The pro- and, the- and, and nobody can beat Spectre under those conditions. No. The problem is, is that with our game, where you put Ezra... I can't attack him, right? Like mm-hmm. without like over committing. The problem yeah. is, is with a single movement card, you're in my deployment zone, right? Mm-hmm. And if you have moved <clears throat> Kanan up, you're in my deployment zone, fixing a card and killing people, yep. right? Yeah, I'm aware that the, that sustaining an alpha strike doesn't actually matter. Yeah, because I have so much more durability and so much more depth on the bench. Yep. That if he commits forward to deal preemptive damage on one of my figures. Yep. Um, I'm still going to win that trade yep. because he has moved forward to attack me. Yeah. And so I can then push forward. It's like, and, it's and like, I say I, like, this, I was giggling for like two and a half hours while this happened, but it was it was a giggle of despair. Like, it was not a giggle of enjoyment. It was the, it was the laugh of the mad, the ca- yes. mad cackle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, TLDR, Blitz, Spectre is really dumb. Yes. Uh, I know we have Scott and Jerem here. They were going to talk about their experience testing with Vader against this option, which yeah. is 
maybe our only hope? Where we are, I mean, I honestly think it's our only hope. It's kind of ironic. Um, but Should we come I, over to the microphone? Yeah, you can come over. But before we do that, I just want to like, so, the sum. And I, 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 I truly think this. Like, I know I'm not like a super experienced um, Han Rangers player, sure. but I'm a super experienced yeah. box player. But again, this was my first night ever playing Spectre Cell. Yeah. Don't my, tell yourself short, Matt. You're just talented. <laughs> I, I, Matt is talented, but like Matt, Matt's talent was, well, I know how to like push myself forward. Yeah, and my primary skill is on a list that has exactly the opposite skill set from yeah. this list and Han Rangers. And with that being the case, I'm going to say that if you are running a range list that is dependent on focus, or not even dependent on focus, focus if you're running a range list that's dependent on command cards, you're going to lose 95% of your games versus play. If not more. If not more, right? Like, our games were not even close. Mm-hmm. They were not even close. I had the box designed to beat Spectre, yeah, the, and our the, game was not even close. The longest a game went was, like, middle of round two before I concede, and most of them were round one. Okay. Okay, so, right now, we are joined by JK and Scott. They just played a game. Um, uh, same thing, Blitz. Except JK was playing Spectre, Scott was playing Vader Palp Thrawn. So the quick setup is there for them, the deployment zones were reversed. Scott was on the outside, JK was on the inside. Um, JK, tell us about how you approached in terms of setting up on Blitz. Okay, so and you I, can look at there on the mic. Yeah, so I did the. I mean, I essentially did the same thing that Matt was doing. My my goal was to roll as far forward as humanly possible with his little strategy. Like there's <laughs> a strategy to it, but like. The strategy is I'm going to beat you with math. Right. The, the goal. The goal wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play around and I'm gonna get get um, objective points. I didn't care at all. Yeah. I was gonna kill things. And so, um, Chopper was front corner of the front front corner of his terminal. Okay. Um, Sabine was top right corner. Okay. Of the spire, so the opposite of what Matt is. Like okay. The, and I, again, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to be marking on my iPad doc, and the green is going to be the marks for Jake and Scott's game. Uh, I had Ezra, let's see, right above or fairly close, whatever eight spaces is as far as you can up top. Okay. I had on top of the spire. On top of the spire. Okay. And then I had Zeb, Kanan, and Ezra and uh, Hera on the on the bottom below the, bottom, the spire. Yeah, the, the other side. Okay. Tor- towards the deployment zone. Okay. And then I moved, and then I Hera moved Kanan underneath and Zeb one forward. Okay. So that was... Okay, so that's your deployment zone. Yep. Okay, so now just like give us, because I'm just going to be doing this while you're talking, so okay, just yeah. keep going. So so what I do, I immediately brash Ezra forward okay. to where he's right on the right... Top right of the cr- terminal. Yeah, he's right on the terminal. Okay. So you are exposed line of sight. Yes. Okay, now let's have Scott describe where he, where he has set up. So I set up um, going with my officers first. So I put one officer um, two spaces from the terminal behind the blocking terrain that's like the big white zone. In the top yeah. left corner. In the top left corner. On yeah. the objective point. Okay. On the objective point. Okay. Um, my, I had another officer two back from the terminal uh, adjacent to the wall next to one of the black empty spaces, the okay. one further back. Okay. Then I put uh, a death tro- my death trooper immediately behind him up against the wall. Okay. Thrawn went to the opposite corner, so he went to the very end of the wall. Okay. Then the Emperor split the difference between uh, Thrawn and the Death Trooper. Okay. And I put uh, Vader. Actually, sorry. Uh, the Death Trooper was one behind the officer. And then I put uh, Vader. So, a- so your um, so Palp would have been right here. Yes. Okay. And I'm just describing, so Scott is describing this on the map. I'm drawing this. But what he's doing is he's deploying everybody in the hallway. And yeah. you just described it on the map. I'll write this right. out. Okay. And then we had uh, Vader 
um, in a V shape. Okay. Uh, fill in the V shape between the officer, and then diagonal Vader, then diagonal Death Trooper. Uh, okay. Cool. Oh, so we would have been right here. Yeah, so we'd been right there. Okay. So. Um, yep. And I had initiative, and so I deployed that in the order I described it. Yeah. Okay. Um, just to be able to position um, uh, towards. Uh, you know, in response to Spectre Cell as much as possible, I'm not going to get advantage. Obviously, he's going to get the last deployment. Um, so, okay. I knew it so now yeah, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Okay. So you've deployed. So Scott has not deployed far back, which is probably the right play with Vader, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Scott knows what to do with Vader. So now let's describe what happens. Okay. So I have initiative. So the first thing I do is I'm like, okay, Ezra's super far up. So what do I do? So Vader can come up and try and kill him in one shot. Not going to happen. Yeah. Like. Even if he if he rolls a blank and Vader rolls near perfect, doesn't have to roll perfect, but near perfect, I can do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, most likely that's not going to happen. He could have on the lamb. Yeah. My opening hand, I get dying lunge, face to face, strat shift, intelligence leak, and four C. Okay, that's bonkers. That is that's, like that that's like a, that's like a perfect hand. You, I, you would like parting blow. Yeah, you would I like mean, parting yeah, blow. Yeah, it's You're not. Right. It's not. Oh, don't worry. You'd want strat shift instead of strat shift. You want parting blow, right? Yeah. And maybe well, not no, face I still have to. I still have to pitch. I, I mean. In this case, I don't care about 4C. I don't care about Dying Lunge right True. now. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I like Dying Lunge, yeah. but it's probably a round two card that I want. Yeah, not on Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in this case, it, it, you know, yes, uh, we'll get to what happened okay. with Dying Lunge. Um, so what I do is I say, all right, I'm going to do my favorite thing to do uh-huh. with this list, and I'm going to Death Trooper Field Tactics. Okay. So I activate the Death Trooper. He gives Vader a damage token. He plays Intelligence Leak. JK's got Force Surge, Pummel... Um, fleet footed. Fleet footed. Okay. I'm not. I, I'm looking for on the lamb. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll get rid of force surge because I imagine that's two, three damage on Vader for free. So we'll get rid of that. Yeah. Ezra's not going to get to play pummel this round, so I'll worry about that later. Yeah. Uh, come up, roll damage on. I have the death trooper attack Ezra because he's the only one he can see viably. Yeah. I roll max damage. Okay. He rolls one block. Okay. So it's uh, six pierce one coming at three block. Wow. Deals four. Okay. Then Thrawn goes. We foresee. I get rid of element of surprise. I think. Oh, it was strength and numbers. No, no, strength and numbers was four C. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I, so then I play four C. Get rid of strength of numbers, which lets me draw looking for a fight. Okay. And then wait, why? You only draw a card if it's zero cost. Zero, one or zero. one or fewer. Oh, it's one or fewer yeah. with four C. Okay. Yeah. So then, and Thrawn gives himself a surge token. Okay. I come up around the other corner. Okay. And. I have line of sight to Ezra at eight accuracy. I roll, roll six accuracy with the plus two built in, so I make range. Wow! Uh, and I deal six damage to Ezra and kill him. That's insane. Yeah, that's I rolled a, and I rolled a block. I rolled. I rolled, yeah, rolled a blank. Um, okay, so so we crunched the numbers on this. The odds of Scott doing what he did to J.K. were less than one percent in terms of our, a death trooper getting a. For that four damage attack off and Thrawn hitting six damage at range seven. Yep. Okay. And not even that specific, but any combination of those two attack rolls at those ranges. Yes. Odds of killing Ezra, less than one percent. Okay. So so but that's that's how it that happens. That's that how it happens, happens, right? right? That happens. Okay. Right. I wasn't ex- I was expecting to do six. Yeah. That was well, I wasn't expecting. I was hoping to do six between both attacks. Man, that's insane. Um so that that's kind of how that played out. Okay. And then So at this point, then what happens? So I go um, I actually think I activate Sabine. You did. And I roll Sabine up. Okay. Four, three spaces. Okay. Three, four spaces. Okay. Um, I take a shot on the... I, I, or so, so 
The Death Trooper had damage on him. Yeah, so the Death Trooper had two damage on him. Oh, I think I went. Did I go with Chopper? Because he took first? it from Intel Leak. Yeah, so, so yeah, oh, he did it with Intel Leak. Intel yeah. Leak. You actually went with Chopper. Yeah, I went with Chopper first. I system shocked the Death Trooper. Oh, so, so, he, yes. so you took Intel Leak, you took the Stranus cards. No, no I took oh, it as yeah. damage. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, sorry. He he took all of it as damage. Okay. So he has five damage on it. Five, five damage on him. Sure. Right. So I get an I get another activation which I use to take my officer who's behind the blocking train, and I just have him come up and move Vader. Okay. Yeah. Vader slides up. So Sabine goes. I roll up. I throw a grenade on the on the uh, the spot with the Death Trooper. I roll a two. Okay. So I kill the Death Trooper. Two damage on Vader. Two damage on the Imperial officer. Okay. Yep. Shoot Vader. I do three. Three. Vader rolls really low. Uh-huh. He rolls, his, that, his first couple of rolls were re- really low. I rolled, really, I rolled three block between both dice. Yep. Okay. Um, that's only one below what you're expecting. Yeah, right. that's true. I mean, like, um, that's... And so, blast one, kill an officer. Yeah. Kill, kill that officer. Yeah. And then, kinda, and then I, park him, I park Sabine back up um, by, just by that little blocking train. Okay. Yeah. So, like, top left of the, top left of the spire. Yeah. Right? Yep. Then I take my other officer and I order Palpatine, f- uh, or what happens then... Um, is uh, my officer comes up to chill yep. and block for Vader. Yep. Okay. Which is important. I roll with Zeb next. I go up to the. I play fleet footed. Okay. I go up to the to the officer or to the officer. I roll my melee attack. Red. Or my, I mean, I roll my my shot. Red green. Uh huh. Because I haven't. Because then I have enough to step in and, and punch him Vader. and jump back out. Okay. And so roll it. He enough to kill him. He rerolls into a dodge. Okay. I then go. Okay, I have enough because I'm gonna I'm gonna drop have Sabine Spectre attack. Okay, and I can't do that unless he's out of the way. Roll my red red. He rolls a dodge. Oh my god! Which I do not want to roll because if my my officer is blocking Palpatine's ability to force lightning. Okay. Um. So I ended up moving. I I, I leave him there. Okay. Um. Then I come up. I activate Vader. Okay. He. Face to faces okay. to be adjacent to Zeb, who okay. is now standing on the terminal. Okay. I attack him and deal eight, nine damage. Okay. Yeah. That's and, high roll. And then I force choke him to deal an additional two. He pitches the yep. card that is okay. meaningless. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at this point, Zeb has taken 11, 11. damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All 10 right. damage. 10 damage. Yeah. No, I think oh, that's right. A plus. Yeah. A plus. It, two it was 10. Force. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, it was it, 10. It, it'll okay. come out of the wash. Okay. Um, I then activate. Hera. I think I activate Hera. Okay. I Spectre sell an attack from Zeb just to get him out because yeah. I know the I know the Emperor's coming. Okay. So I take a step back. Hoping he doesn't have a parting blow. Hoping he doesn't have a parting blow. If he does, he does. I and because you're going to get an attack because he's going to get the attack anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't D- have a parting blow. Step, step back, take a shot, do... I think, five. Oh, yeah, that was the high roll. Took me up to five. Because I did... I rolled double surge, a uh, double evade. <laughs> and then he re-rolled the evade into a block, and then he added a surge back with hair. Yeah, so I, had, I rolled the the two damage and block and two damage with the green. So I rolled, I high rolled, and I pitched a card, I believe, to add a block. Yeah, to I think that. that's where you pitched. So no, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you drew with four C. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I come up and I shoot with Hera, and Hera does. So at this point, damage. Vader's got what eight damage on him? Ten. Ten ish. Okay. Oh, that's right, because the two from the grenade. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then... How much damage does Hera do again? Just two or three. It, was, it wasn't a huge... It yeah, Hera comes up and does two damage. So I think yeah. I've, uh, I have Zillow. Yeah. You roll well. I roll poorly again. I, I, I had maybe one really good defensive roll with Vader, yeah. and it still he still took damage. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think, yeah, that one was like... Yeah, I mean, your, your expected value with, with Vader is three. If you yeah. re-roll, you're expecting like a little over four, yeah. right? Like that's what so you're... So Hera puts two damage on Vader. Okay. So he, I'm currently at, at 12 damage. Okay. 
So Kanan still hasn't gone. Kanan hasn't gone. Kanan hasn't gone. Uh, yeah, he's he's out of he's out of range of of Vader at this yeah. point. Okay. So then what happens is the Emperor follows Thrawn. Okay. Well, he moves uh, just right to where Thrawn used to be, so that he can Emperor with the th- with Thrawn. Okay. Thrawn kills Zeb. Okay. How uh, far of a range is that? Exact same. Seven accurate. With yeah. no surge. With yeah. no surge. I rolled yeah, okay. it na- natively on my dice. Okay. You guys keep talking. I'm going to do the math. Yeah. So, so that happens. Yeah. And how much damage did you need to do? Five? Five. Four. I, I tempted. Oh, yeah. Oh. Four. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, I need to do four damage. And then the Emperor came up and just went for some objective play. Okay. Yep. Um, so and then, Yeah. And then Kanan came down. He took a swing at, at, at Thrawn and did like four, four damage. damage. So that's twenty three percent. Yeah, on yeah. That so, so finish off Zeb with that Thrawn. Attack. Yeah, so Thrawn had a 23 percent chance to kill Zeb. Yep. From range seven. Yeah. Came in, attacked, attacked uh, Thrawn. Did like I think it did four or five. Okay. You did four. Four with Kanan. With Kanan. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, no, you did five. I did five. That's you right. did five. Okay. And then end of round. Uh, end of round. Vader moves up and uh, attacks Hera. With a red red attack, okay. Yep. Uh, he deals five damage to her, okay. Because yep. um, I think you did something to add a block or some. So, so, yeah, he was going to have done six, but it ended up being yeah. five. You got a reroll with um, Kanan. No, it wasn't that. I'm trying to remember exactly. Yeah, what it I'm was. trying to remember what it was. But okay. I remember. That, oh no, that, what it was was that he rolled a three block, uh-huh. and I had Pierce three because I rolled oh, yeah, five damage when a surge okay. on my dice. Mm-hmm. So he had one. We thought it was six. It was five. Okay. So he has five damage. Vader is now adjacent to Sabine and Hera. Okay. So uh, he goes first. Okay. Sabine moves away. I had drawn parting blow. Why didn't you toss a grenade first? I was I was adjacent to him, so I'd have tossed a grenade on myself. Why not like toss it like on the other side of him? Because Sabine's or because Hera's on the other side of him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm legit. So oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So so uh, she moves away. Parting blow. Okay. I. You can't do eleven damage. Vader, like Vader I, can't do yeah. eleven. Okay. Damage. No. Wait a second. I got a question about this. How much life does Vader have on him right Four. now? Four. He has four health left. Yes. So why not attack him first, just go for the risk, and like just try and like drop a grenade on him, and maybe you kill Hera, maybe you don't. Uh, right? I, w- I wanted to see the Spectre Cell. Okay, bonus. okay, like, all right, I mean, all right, all right. It's, yeah. We're just more, you're like, you're more like, let's just see how this goes. I think, it, yeah. And there also, was some reason. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, so moves away, I parting blow. He's got yeah. 11 health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I deal nine damage. Yep. Okay. Um, and then, so I know... Which uh, is basically expected outside of a dodge. Yeah, I have Dying Lunge in hand, yep. but this stuns me. Okay. So he rolls a grenade on Vader, Get no damage. Yep. No damage. Yep. No Water damage. Six on that. Yep. Then, okay. you, then he attacks... Uh, How much damage did you do? How much damage did you do to... Nine. nine. Yeah. Your chances of doing nine damage are 5%. That calculates in with the dodge. I mean, I, I know that's in there, but, but it's, like, it's a little bit better without the dodge, but yeah. So like 10%? Yeah. 12%? There's a, there's a re-roll that Vader has. There's a re-roll, right? right? So that's going to push it up I did re-roll back. with okay. uh, re-roll. With that, so that is there. I also... Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention. I had a damage Yeah, he did have a damage. Oh, okay, so okay, that, okay. that puts it up to... So that's a 15% chance. Yeah. Right. Okay. So <laughs> not difference. Oh, my right. gosh. Yeah. So, so nine damage to Sabine. Um, he then attacks Vader. This is the one where I rolled... Well enough that he only dealt one damage. Yeah, he did a rolled five block, and okay. he was forced to pierce two and get and I zillowed it okay. because otherwise it would have meant that I could activate the emperor and kill Hera with attempt. Okay, yeah. so I've got Vader so. sitting at thirteen damage, stunned. Yep, 
Which uh, is not... Oh, actually, yeah. oh, actually, what it was is I, I took no damage because I pitched Dying Lunge yeah. mm. because I thought... You're stunned. I'm stunned. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to matter. Yeah, so he still has 12. Yeah. I, I activate Spectre... So I have Pummel in my hand. Okay. I activate Spectre Cell to get Kanan next to the Officer... Or next to Thrawn and the Emperor. Okay. Ooh. He attacks the Emperor and does 8 damage? Good night. Yeah. This is just a blood fest. Yeah. yeah. So then I have a choice. I can activate Vader okay. and kill Hera okay. or Sabine, but I'd kill Hera because Sabine's activated. Yeah. Wait, how are you going to activate? Vader's already gone. No, Vader no, is not gone. He's parting blow. Oh, parting blow. That's right. JK okay. had first turn. That's right. Or I can activate the Emperor, okay. do a Force Lightning, Tempt, Attack, and Thrawn Attack on Kanan. Mm. I opt to do that because yeah. my thought is Kanan will kill Thrawn or the Emperor for sure. Yeah. I completely forgot that he had Pummel in his hand and could kill both of them. Yeah. So this was definitely the right choice. Uh, and I thought, yeah, Hera could kill um, Vader. Vader. Uh-huh. Four damage. I have no cards in hand. I have no block tokens, but it's a better play. we'll yeah. roll yeah. the dice. So I think I do 10 damage to Kanan. Yep. Um, and, and weaken him. And we, So he's weakened. I deal 10 damage. Ten damage is between two attacks and a force lightning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, so that's that good. was completely. That's, yeah. that's, so, that's which fine. takes and the I, emperor. I, think up. I even rerolled into a three block. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it was the emperor had rolled five damage okay. and had built in pierce three. Okay. Thrawn did four damage. Yeah. Or something like and that. Then three damage. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So ten damage between all of that. Okay. Um, he plays pummel. Yeah. And kills the emperor and puts takes Thrawn up to eight damage. We. But neither rolled, of us rolled very How well. did you not? I rolled surge, surge, damage. And he was and I was weakened. And you were weakened. Oh yeah. my gosh. So, so, yeah. So then Thrawn, so I say, okay. Oh my gosh. So Thrawn kills, or doesn't kill Kanan. Thrawn does three damage to Kanan. Okay. Kills and then, him. Oh no, no, no. doesn't kill him. He kills one away and moves away. Yep. Okay. And then, uh, actually no, Vader goes and kills Hera yeah. and positions so that he can see Kanan and Sabine. Yep. Okay. Then Thrawn goes, puts three on Kanan, moves away, gets points. I score four points. Okay. I'm up to, like, 26 now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, end around, I kill Kanan with a force choke. Okay. He doesn't have take initiative. I have an element of surprise. I just go kill Sabine. Okay, so first off, I got to say, I mean, that's awesome, Scott, that you won. And I, <laughs> yeah. I assume you're probably the only person who could. But, the like, you rolled... Perfect yes. damage. So at the beginning of this episode, Kenny said that we expect Spectre to win this on this map yep. 95% of the time. Yep. Based on what we've heard, this sounds like the other 5%. I think so here's <laughs> let me let me qualify. I will say, let mm-hmm. me let me let me make the odds starker. If you are running a range list versus Spectre, I think you have got probably a 2% chance of yep. of winning on Lothal. If you have got Vader, I'll give you a Eight percent chance. Of, of <laughs> so beating. let's 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 throw this out here, right? Okay. So we played one game. Yes. I have. Here are my general takeaways. Uh-huh. Um, you just you, you'll never have uh, rule by fear is your best friend. <sighs> rule by fear is so yep. good in this Be, matchup. Yeah, yes. because you need you're not going to get the cards. I never drew two cards. I just yeah. never had either. He was contesting yep. or he had killed the people that were sitting on the terminal. Yep. Those cards made a big difference for me in yep. some in some cases. Yeah. Um, face to face. Was a big help. Pitching cards was a big help. Yep. Um, so all of that's good. Um, you know, we ended the game where I had Thrawn and Vader within one and four respective of their death. Wow, that's crazy. Um, he had just Chopper left. 
So, I mean, uh, you know, we both had some extraordinarily good and bad roles. Well, well I mean, let's let's qualify that. Right. You had some extraordinarily good roles. Right. right. And Jake, when I say good and bad, yeah. I yeah. mean, he rolled a blank and I rolled max damage. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, I rolled pretty abysmally with Vader's sure. defense, yeah. but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it swings around about. I would say that. Um, there were a lot of things that kind of go into that game. I would say that um, being super aggressive with Spectre is really, really good against range lists. I would say being super, super aggressive with Ezra is maybe not as good because I had a couple different options. So Ezra was dead round one no matter what. The question is just, does he get an attack? Well, round? there's a huge difference between Vader coming up to attack. Yeah, yeah, there's a huge difference between Ezra being dead before a Vader even activates. Face, yeah. Sure, that's that's, that's absolutely true. But I guess my, my point is, is that, like... Maybe you can't move him up into line of sight. Yeah, that's, right. and that's probably true. Yeah, like I what I fair. Maybe, like, um, instead of moving JK where he was, which is visible pretty much, um, you know from pretty far, like, on the hallway adjacent yeah. to the deployment zone, you're one space down. But also, again, like J.K. was saying, like, J.K. was just kind of pushing his guys forward, right? Like Lucas Davidson said, sure. you know, with Empire, you push your guys forward yeah, and you roll forward. dice. Like, that's, it's what you were doing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. and Vader, I mean, you, you had less than a 1% chance of losing Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. And yeah. then at that point, Ezra comes up, he's going to attack, he is going to, like, you know, do damage, or what's realistically going to happen is Kanan's going to come up, Spectre Ezra, right? Like, who's going to be able to get a fixed attack off, he's going to recover, and then all of a sudden you've got Kanan right. Ezra in your face, you're losing units, and... Right. Yeah. It just the problem is, is that he's not attacking Vader from where he is. <coughs> yeah, that's true. So he's attacking an officer in uh, that scenario. That Well, actually, then you know, you know what you do? You move Zeb up, motivate Eric Kanan, or I'm sorry, Ezra, and then you are attacking Vader. And then you're going to have two attacks on. Right, but you're not getting the fixed attack. You won't, but you still get a reroll. Yeah. Right, but... I'm saying, what I'm saying right, is... Well, well, yeah. well, I, I'm saying, like, we are literally talking about this, like, after your game. I I know nothing about Vader or Spectre, and I'm instantly seeing something that JK could have done a little bit differently, right? That sure. Would've. And but, also, and this also assumes you don't have a less than 1% chance of acing him, right? Sure, but, like, with Vader... Like, so there's a couple things that play into it, sure. right? So if he moves... Ezra there, uh-huh. then I ha- still have all the same ed- options to attack Ezra, but, you but I also have Vader who I can attack Ezra with, yeah. and then move away. Like, Ezra's closer, yeah. and I get a whole activation so, to so respond. So th- there, bi- there are a number of different ways in which the specifics of this could have played out differently, yeah. and it will definitely require more testing. Yeah. However... Yeah. With Vader. It, with Vader, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. However, it sounds like from the way that this played out... The, a lot of the variants did, did slid in Scott's favor rather than in Jerem's. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the game was still very, very close. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, it was, it was mean, a couple I mean, of, there was some significant... Ne- I rolled... I never rolled well defensively. You rolled once. You did. Sure. Once right. out of six attacks? But, like, JK never did, right? Like, right. JK well, never... JK did. rolled defensively. He rolled four, three blocks. Okay. So... Like on black dice. Okay. The only poor defensive roles he had were with Ezra. Okay. And those were big, really important roles. And obviously not he didn't dodge with yeah. Sabine. Right. And and one percent chance, obviously like here's the thing, regardless of anything, if Ezra's alive, yeah, it's a lot harder for me. Sure. Because like here's the thing, like I'm going to assume at worst for JK and at best for me, Ezra does one attack. Probably is going to go after Vader because right. why wouldn't you? Yeah, is going to do four damage because he's not getting his dice fixed. Yeah. Yep. Right. If he's activating before I kill him. Yeah. Right. 
Then he loses Ezra. Yeah. And so if he does four damage, then is that difference between Vader living or dying? I'm having to put an extra card, so I'm losing that card. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. And there's the extra action calculation that you would have to expend in order to finish Ezra off. Yeah, sure. You didn't have to spend. Yeah. Sure. There's there's a lot of factors that go into it. And so my takeaways from this are... It, it's a with Vader specifically. Mm-hmm. It's a dice game. Yeah, it helps if Spectre's ignoring objectives to pick up objectives where you can. Okay, uh, you're mm-hmm. not going for objectives, but if your officer can be there, if 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 you can be adjacent with Vader to an objective before he's going to force choke someone. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Like pick up those couple of points. Because um, in this game, because what you need is your margins really still really tight, right? Yeah, like you, you need to kill people and stay ahead on objectives. Yeah. Right? Points wise, we weren't close because Vader was still alive. Yeah, and I've got seventeen points tied up between Vader and the upgrades. Yep, but. Figure wise, we were really close because all he has to do is kill yeah. Thrawn. And damage and wise, you're yeah. very close. Yeah, right? they. In fact, actually, we were exactly because five health on Chopper and five health on my two figures. We had exactly the same amount of health yeah. left. Yeah, that's and not the same damage potential, but yeah. same. And ultimately, health. what I came down to was I lost Ezra before I went, and it was Still uh, it was essentially a coin flip, and that's insanity. See, yeah. like this is and this is my big problem, and uh, this is why. I, I am just filled with despair at the thought of Blitz <laughs> is because Scott is the best Vader player in the world. Hassan, are you hearing me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott is the best Vader player in the world. Okay, maybe Arvados. Okay, you can you can hey, share you can share the crown with Arvados. Call, call it top three. Let's, okay, let's just say West Coast, East yeah, Coast. Sure. Scott has played. He is Scott. a world quality, world quality. Yeah, and Scott knows how to play Vader way better than J.K. knows how to play Spectre. Oh yeah, right. And this game. I think, like, and obviously it takes more testing, right? Like, that's why we need, like, we need more games with Vader. Yeah. Um, but, like, that is how close the game was, yeah. right? And that is just, it just, I, I just cannot yeah. imagine so, a world in which we live yeah. in which Spectre has got mm-hmm. an 85 to 90% yeah. chance to win yeah. on Blitz. And, and the concern that I have about this, uh-huh. right, and, and this is this is me predicting doom in the future, right? Yeah. So if... This if if there's not a matchup where we figure out something that can beat Spectre on this map, yeah, I honestly don't see a lot of reason to take anything else to Worlds. Period. Yeah, like it's it's so strong in all the other maps. Period. Right, and then you have this map yeah. where if you're if you're not in a mirror, you are somewhere between advantaged and hugely advantaged. Hugely. I mean, we, we, can't, we can't qualify it. Like, you're yes. hugely advantaged, mm-hmm. right? If you were playing... So, so this happened months... Not months ago, but like a month or so ago. JK and I played. I, I beat him with, with the box on Blitz. He was playing Spectre. And then JK was like, oh, I just got to rush you, right? Like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to rush you. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh... I don't know what I'm supposed to do. That's a thing, right? Like I'm like I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do in that yeah. in that scenario, right? Well, and the, the short answer is if you're if you're running on in a list that requires ginning up, right? There is nothing you can do. Yeah. They well, will be in your face. They're going to be removing your two of your rangers before they've had a chance to do any meaningful damage. So I think what we have to do is we have to treat this a bit like chess. Okay. Right? So we have to assume where you start. They start with four queens, and you start with one. <laughs> <laughs> Was the queens a little bit better than any of their queens? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so you're talking about with Vader? Well, not even with Vader. I'm saying with any list. I'm not even saying with a list. I'm just saying what we need to do in sort of playtesting wise is determine like so. Spectre has its opening, and this is its best opening on Blitz, right? Yeah. Because it needs to be moving out. Vader needs to be behind the wall. Yep. I've yeah. determined that. I've played Blitz a few times. I've played this map a few times. Vader needs to chill behind the wall. 
Everyone in the list does, right? Well, you can come out for objectives and kill you. That's how I've played it. I've played it successfully. It's been fine with that. Yeah. The problem is, is that with with Spectre Invader, I think obviously, you know, there's variants and there's things where my conclusion based off one game, which is a weak conclusion, it's not something I'm married to, is that Vader can make it a game about dice as opposed to about matchup. Okay. Right. That's like fair. I think that's our and cards. Right. So I think there's enough luck there that Vader can beat Spectre. I think it's better than an eight percent chance. I think our game was ridiculous um, for sure. But I think you know it needs more testing before we can make sure. any conclusive I statements. I'll agree with I'll agree with that with Vader. Yeah, I will agree to overreact. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> without without just from hearing you guys and trusting yeah. you and thinking about it, mm-hmm. I. I am confident that Han Rangers will be annihilated. Like, oh, I'm confident yeah. that the box will be annihilated. Yeah. Anything that needs time, because my Vader, I didn't need to ramp up. Yeah, we talked. We we did talk about this right. on the and, on the slide. And with the cards, even that, feel, I felt the pain of not having six cards. I oh, yeah. I'm used to going to fights with six or seven cards, and with Thrawn having gotten rid of three or four cards from my opponent, like that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting late round two, early round three scrimmaging mm-hmm. yeah. with my opponent, and with this, it was done at the beginning of round three yeah it was clean up and so there's so much time that goes into so if your list depends on that like and i can just imagine if you get if you see a specter doubt matchup you're done yeah i think that that one percent goes to a zero percent yeah and so i think that like it's yeah yeah yeah, exactly i think there's also the thought of if if Let's assume our regional was indicative of what the world would be like, that one in four. Yeah. What are the odds of getting a Spectre matchup on Blitz, right? Oh. So that that's the question. It depends of, where it falls. It depends where it yeah. falls in so, Swiss. So, so, exactly. And I think... I, I I think that's vanishingly like unlikely. Yeah. Like I. Well, we we, we talked about this on the Slack where yes. Hassan was like, you know, what's the American meta going to be? And I said it's going to be a third Spectre, mm-hmm. half. I said scum originally, but I should have said hunters, and then a sixth of everything else. And now yeah. I think it's honestly going to be half to sixty percent of yep. Spectre. Right. Well, if 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 Lothal Blitz becomes a open and shut book, yeah, then the problem is is that the the more people run Spectre, if Blitz becomes yeah. a likely option, mm-hmm. then I go oh, well. I can't just lose guaranteed yep. one yep. out of every six matches, so I have to take Spectre yeah, 2. Yeah, exactly. And then that, that problem increases, and so people that are trying to play either against the meta or the other meta lists. Yeah. Like, if, they, if VPT, like, this this match tonight was basically saying, like, can I can I take VPT Worlds? Because I said I can take it to regionals. Yeah. I can take it and do this. Yep. But with, you know, it was a whole nother determination, and... And it is the thing of, like, I've run Vader a lot, regardless of, you know, skill or anything like that. It's something I'm very familiar with. Yep. And you make a great point that Matt had never played Spectre Cell. Yep. JK has played it very sparingly. Yep. The last time he and I played Spectre Cell was release day. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. I, I, I've, I've dabbled with it since. Yeah, you've played yeah. a few times. I ran yeah, a nine-activation Vader DT list, and I was annihilated. <laughs> it, was, it was brutal. It was so yep. over. And, and this is another thing that's worth talking about. It's been brought up in the past, which is... Uh, Scott, you have a very high level of skill with Spectre. Um, Versus Excuse me, with Vader. Yeah. High level of yeah. skill with Vader. Yep. 
because of that, because you have those hours in there, you're able to tilt things that most people are not going to be able to tilt. Because he knows the math, right? right? Like, he, he knows what he needs he knows to do with Vader. You know how things are going to sort out. Yeah. Yeah. And he ple- completely outplayed me. Like, yeah. I'll give that 100%. Yeah. He outplayed me. Right. Yeah. But, it, but if Spectre can be competitive, even when you're being outplayed. So this is yeah. Scott's world list that he took, you know, well, with modifications to, like, top eight at Worlds, right? Yeah. And I'll presumably yeah. will take... You know, I mean, it's very different. Sure, yeah. but like, it's like, yeah, we've lost I mean, jets, like, yeah, like, you've lost your jets, but it's like the core of and like, the like Vader, Alpha, right? It's like Vader. Like, yeah. Vader is the big, the big BJ. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm a really strong proponent of this idea. Like, hey, decision fatigue is a real thing. Yep. When you're playing games all day, like I've seen people at regional events when they have a buy, they'll sit down and play a practice match with somebody else have a buy, and yeah. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. Save your brain. Use it later. I've got yeah. unlimited brain power, so I'm always doing brain power. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. If Spectre just simply requires less in terms of, like, those close choices yeah. uh, in, in order to be competitive, yeah. if, if your games are going to be less close... Your brain's gonna be fresher. Yep. It's just a, it's just a much safer pick. Right. Well, and, for and an event like the this. biggest thing yep. is that when there are risky moves, right? There's it's the idea that the payout is directly proportional to the risk yep. that you take. The problem with Spectre is that they are so consistent and so defensive, and losing one of them doesn't matter. Yep. That you can take those riskier moves that have the higher payouts, and your opponent mm-hmm. doesn't get any dividends out of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that that's the point is that like it's risky to put a figure up really close to Vader and in range of a DT and Thrawn. But when it's Ezra, who has built-in two block... uh, Ezra's dumb. Ezra's dumb. You, you, like, most of the time, I'm going to lose that bet. It just happened to be that this half a percent was in my favor. So, Kenny, how excited are you for Worlds 2019, also known as Spectre Bowl 2019? I am not excited at all for it. Okay, let me, let me, let me, um, let's say this really quick before we, like, get into that. Okay, if you are running, if you if you want, if you don't believe what we've been saying, right? Because we do sound a little doom and gloom. However, we have played a lot of matches on Blitz. We all have been playing Imperial Assault competitively mm-hmm. for a year and a half, yeah. two yeah. years. I won my match, and I still agree with you guys. Yeah, right, right. right? So. Like we've won regionals here. We've done all of the things that people mm-hmm. do, right? Yeah, and we, top we haven't necessarily yeah. closed the door on this. Either. Oh, we're not closing the door. This is like we feel pretty certain about this. Yeah, but we're going to keep trying stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And this is also like you should also bear in mind that when people like you talk about playing the meta, like I have been playing MHD for two <laughs> yeah. years, right? Like I am not the person. Like I love the thought of like taking something outside. When people are like. I don't like to take meta stuff. I'm like, get in line, right? Yeah. Like, and and you know the thing is, is most people rarely like to say like I'm just playing the meta. Well, right? you feel cheap, even if it, yeah. it's not. People, but like you feel kind of cheap. And people make things their own, right? Like mm-hmm. you make like I've only been playing Hon Rangers for you know a month or so, and I've already like I'm taking it's you take so like, much fun. You, well, you take identity in it. No, you it's like not. screw Hon Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what you're doing with it. You're trying to like you know like. It becomes your a part of your playing identity, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't invent the list, okay? So, yeah. so I should say, like, you should understand all of our comments in that frame of mind. With that being the case, if you don't believe what we're saying, just go play versus Spectre on Blitz and mm-hmm. run along the top near the spire and through the top middle hall. Just run at your opponent yeah. and yeah. see if you can lose the game. Yeah. In fact, yeah. do yeah. this. Go play against someone who's never played the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a cur- yeah. Tell them the well, room is so, wrong so, so, and so, see so, what happens. You, you can misplay Spectre here. You right? can. If, 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 you, if you don't blitz your opponent on blitz, yeah. you are like 
playing it wrong. Yeah. Y- y- yes. You are giving your opponent yeah. oh, images yeah. Yeah. That, that you shouldn't have. You're running your... Uh, what I'm saying is, if you want to break this, just take Spectre and run them on Blitz at your opponent. Do not, like... You can be conservative in the certain time. Do not Do not collect Yeah, don't like that shot at, right? Do not stop for two-point objectives. Yeah, don't start. Just run at your opponent and see if you can lose the game. And I played a game against, I think it was Will, and he, when it was on Blitz with Spectre, he just ran and collected objectives. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, and I just... I, it was not close at all, but like... Because Blitz gives Spectre the one advantage, the one thing it needs, yep. which is clo- space closure. Spectre doesn't win on yeah. points. Nope. Don't play for points. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and the biggest thing about Unless Spectre... Unless you're playing against me, yeah. then yeah. go for points. Yeah, that's well, that's that's the biggest thing about Spectre. Is that, I mean, and here's the thing. People who play Spectre, very talented people. I'm yeah. not trying to say no. that like it, there, it's a less... If if you're not as good at the game, run spec. No, I'm not trying to say that. No, they're you know. It, Ryan, I think Ryan Janway is one of the best players in the yeah. world. You're on spec. Yeah, I mean Greg Samuel Sweet, Greg Mullen, one yeah. of the like one of the best Brad players Kelly. in the world. Yeah, Brad Kelly, gonna, right? Yeah, they're gonna like. Oh man, this, yeah. <laughs> this does not sound fun. <laughs> so you, I'm so everyone in the world is gonna <laughs> run spec. Apologies to any really great world class <laughs> players that we didn't just name. You're also running spec. Yeah, you're also Yeah, you made. We assumed you're not running spec. You made the list. You made the list in our hearts. Yeah, that's right. So, but yeah, like. So, but that the idea is that like the determination of like the problem is is that the the biggest strategic question yeah. for Spectre is when do I use the Spectre cell extra attack? <laughs> that that's the biggest because it's so good yeah. and like using it well can annihilate your opponent. And then when do I play strength in numbers? Yeah, and the, like the problem is like it's so obvious when you should do it. Like you also got rid of strength in numbers. By the way, <laughs> I did oh because strength in numbers is so good. Yeah, if if I if I would have had strength in numbers, I would have been able to go with Hera, then Sabine, two Killbader. Not yeah. only do they get a mini Son of Skywalker every round, yeah. but they also have a command card that can give them another mini Son of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's there's so much that goes into that. No, it's better than Son of Skywalker because it doesn't take like. It doesn't require to be. It doesn't need to be drawn for one. Yeah, right. But like, Son of Skywalker is like play it at the end of an activation, and yeah. you can chain it. Yeah, that's true. But like this one just says, oh, and just you got to go now. Yeah, right. But it's just the I'm idea that going again. Spectre, <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, the right thing to do is like there were three or four times when I said to J.K., "What's the right move here?" Yeah. Right. Like, let's work out the math and let's figure this out. Yeah. This is probably the right move. And we agreed and we yep. came to a conclusion. Yep. But with Spectre Cell, it's what's the right move here? Oh, I'm sorry. That was a joke. <laughs> I already knew. <laughs> so, so the same thing happened. So the same night I played Kenny, we played a Han Rangers match very first. Yes. Huge braid murder. It was all about positioning. It was awesome. We, we were And I wanted to play verse Matt because he's so good with Han Rangers. I'm like, I'm probably going to lose, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And we were jockeying for position and it was this very intense, like, like, it, it felt like once the shots were starting to get fired, that was when the game ended. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> true. And, and also, Matt that, three dodges. Well, yes, that too. Um, They're lucky them good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it bit me. I, I spent more, ta- part, more of my tactical brain power in that one match than I did in the next six in a row that I played with Spectre. Man, that's crazy. Where I walloped my opponent every single time. Hey, yeah. the Banta was coming for you. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that. And we did say, yeah. I mean, JK just I know, it's, I know it's close, dang yeah. it, but it's, it's just not good enough. I think oh, you I just know. have to decide, like, I mean, Vader being the only exception, but I think even with Vader, yeah. you have to do this. You Are you as good as Scott or Arvidas with Vader? <laughs> if not, don't listen to what Scott's <laughs> saying right or now. Or don't listen to the last 30 well, seconds. So the Scott idea said. is that, like, 
You can't just butt heads. No. You'll never win that. No. I think what we need to do, kind of what I was saying with like the chess <coughs> thing, is that there's going to be the optimal opening. Yeah. We have to decide how to subvert that. So the idea is like, where do you go with yeah. Blitz? How do you play around? Like, yeah. do you just say like, great, Spectre's going to come at me. I'm going to corkscrew yeah, the hell my, out of my, there. The problem is. My, so, my concern with that. Because I, I tried even, this. Even if you mask this out, even if we solve it. I think at most you're you're adding like five percent to your. I'm, I, I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm more pessimistic. You right? need to split Spectre. I think yes. because with Blitz, so, so, so that's what I've been doing. Yeah, is I as I have been running Spectre down multiple lanes. Yep. So and then we're talking so about they the can blitz, converge. Right? Yeah. On like I. They hold so there's no order. Because my thought is if if you're bringing Spectre down both lanes, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring everything down one. And then hope that I can kill half your force yeah. and then meet you in the Okay, middle. so that works with Vader. That doesn't work with Han Rangers, right? Sure. I mean, that's and, and that's, that's why I don't think Han Rangers further, works. Yeah, I don't think about yeah. that. Yeah. Further, the situation is... And I'll like, actually agree with Scott on that point. Yeah. Because, yeah. because you alternate deployments on Blitz... Uh-huh. You have the opportunity to adapt to what the other person is doing, yeah. and that's why. So, I, so you 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 push your less important figures one way. You wait to see how your opponent is committing, uh-huh. and, and at that point, it's like, hey, like like you're you're like Scott, you're going to get down to I have Vader, Palpatine, Thrawn left to deploy, yep. and I'm going to have Zeb, Kanan, and Ezra. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And at that point, like I have more beef to commit in one direction than you do. Right, but I'm not commit. So here's how I'm playing it, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm playing it, and this is how I've always played Blitz. It's not going to change with Spectre. Mm-hmm. It's just going to even more so. I don't commit in any direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I, I just say like that we're going to sit in the middle. Yeah, and I'm going to allow my movement. So if I see what so, you're saying. So if you decide, oh, because if you've deployed one half on each, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. I get to choose which way I'm going. I'm choosing who mm-hmm. I engage first. Yeah, or you, you know, and you yeah. have to either come back mm-hmm. together. Or you have to try and flank me, and it's all. A matter of time, like yeah, there's no solution. There's yeah. no solve. It's not rock yeah. paper scissors. We'll, we'll have to test it out. My initial thought, like my response to that, is I'm gonna wait to see which which side of that hallway you put from. Yeah, and that's where Ezra is gonna go. No, they're just gonna go all in the middle. I'm I'm not kidding. You're like, not gonna you're not it, gonna put them like where you're at sure. there. You're just yeah. Gonna I'm just that. like. Uh, normally, I would line them up against the wall and yeah. be flexible so I can go either right. way. Yeah. Against most lists, against Spectre, like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I've been thinking about this for a okay. while. So, so we'll have to test yeah. it and figure out different options. It's still, might bl- be right it's still might blow up in my face. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Like, I could be super yeah. screwed. Yeah. But that's my initial thought is I have to not – because the problem with Blitz is that you're committing. Mm-hmm. So you just have to say, I'm not going to play the Blitz game. I'm going to play the you come to me and I'm going to weather the storm. And that only works with Vader. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't do with Han Rangers. Han Rangers, I mean, you could chill out back I, here. That doesn't work. Nope. Yeah. Doesn't well, work. We tried it. Cause yeah. No, no, I was about to say, that doesn't work. No, yeah. Because yeah. you mentioned that. Like, although, although, I do think that if you're playing as Han Rangers and you're a versus Spectre on Blitz so and you first, don't want to just scoop. don't. Yeah. But if you are. <laughs> if you are. If you find yourself in that unenviable position, you take the outside because at the very least, mm-hmm. the lines block, like, movement, mm-hmm. right? If yep. nothing else. And yeah. so, right, but that also hurts. I mean, there's you're not no, go. You're like all you're gonna do is just try and kill two people and pray. But realistically, you're gonna lose the game. So I mean, right. I just don't think. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot to be said about that. I also should. I want to add one note. While, while Spectre, and I'm not like I like I like to think of myself as a somewhat optimistic person. However, I am not like qualifying what I'm saying at all. If you are running a non-Spectre list, and I will say most of the time, if you're running a Vader list and you're not Scott and Arvidas, you're gonna lose. On Blitz versus Spectre, yeah. like you should you should plan to lose on Blitz. Versus if your Spectre. opponent knows how to, if your opponent, yeah, because if, if you're playing against Spectre on Blitz and they're not right. blitzing you, then but, then but, you've got. But if you're going to Worlds 
They're going to You have to assume that your opponent is going to know what they're doing. You know, this is... Like, like assume that you're going to lose. Everything else is great. You know it's going to be terrible, and this is a joke, because I know all the top-class world player will know. But what if they didn't think about that, and this podcast inspires them, and it's your fault... That Spectre destroys everything. I mean, a part of me, like, wants... I want people to be aware of this because what happened... Okay, so wait. First off, my point was that I think on all five other maps, you've got, a, like, you can play... Han Rangers can beat Spectre on every other map, right? I, Including Tarkin. I still Tarkin. think it's close. I, I know, it's tough. close. It's I close. It's, it's close. Tough. There is no such thing as a not close. Well, yeah. I've seen them, but in, in the math, there's no such thing as a not close. That's fine, match. but, like, they're doable, right? Like, you can win. You don't, like, you can play Han Rangers and get good enough that you can beat Spectre... 60% of the time, which is, that's pretty awesome. I mean, I'm not, like, saying, I'm, I'm saying, yeah. like, I think it's possible, okay? Um, but you should not assume that's going to happen on Lethal Blitz. However, the reason why we're saying this now is because I do not want people to be where I was, where I'm like, oh, I just watched Matt wall up JK, right? And JK had a cool list, and I was like, okay, well, I've also got a cool list. It's called The Box, mm-hmm. and I want to try and see what I can do against Spectre and just get crushed. Right, absolutely crushed by Matt, who has never played Spectre before. Yeah. I don't want people to feel like you're yeah. going to lose, and you even need to though know it's that. miserable, you should practice losing this matchup so it doesn't tilt you when you get to World. Yeah, War. absolutely. Yeah, I so, completely agree. So that. that so that you're resigned, so that you know if you're going to play something else, that hey, if you can win this match, it's a hail mary. Yep. you're lucky. If you've already made the cut, you just resign the match. <laughs> yeah, you just say right. I'm good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I mean, because. I, it's one of those things where I think it's like when you played against the Ugnaughts on Raining Freight. You just lost, yeah. right? And you thought like, well, maybe I can do this, maybe do this. Like, no, because like mm-hmm. a good Ugnaught player knows what to do and you're just going to lose the game, right? The Ugnaught player has planned to win this match, yeah. right? And they know how to do it. And you should assume the same with Spectre, which I know sounds yeah. doom and gloom, but like that's our yeah. reality, right? Yeah. Like that's where we are. If you're playing Spectre, you should practice it to figure out so that you know that you're doing the right thing. Yes. Right. Well, the, the biggest problem is that, um, so like, it's kind of like this, right? Uh, Spectre Cell and Blitz is sort of like if you're in a boxing match. Yeah. Except before uh, the match begins, you get to push your opponent. Yeah. And like get them off their rhythm, and yeah. then it starts immediately. Yeah, that's exactly because right. the rush means you don't have the cards you normally have. Yep. You don't have the focuses you normally have. Don't have space, right? Like yeah. Rangers all, need all space. All those wonderful things that uh, uh, were a part of the game, the game. were really interesting, and that Spectre just doesn't have to do yep. yeah. ever. I had a conversation with a guy. Who said, uh, command cards are dumb. The d- designer said it's the biggest mistake to include them. I said, no, they said that about the dodge. He's like, I just wish they get rid of command cards. And I said, I, no. Yeah. Like, that's, I, that's just so much what makes the game interesting. Agreed. And like, and we could like, just play X-Wing if you don't want to play with command cards. Right. right? Like, and it's like, this is, this is the world he wants. Yeah. Is this, hey, I don't have command cards. Yep. And it's like, but, but I want them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, okay, let's do uh, just, like, a quick round. Actually, JK, do you have any thoughts? Like, you haven't talked as much. Like, you give us some give us some thoughts before we, and we'll do kind of a round-the-board Um Yeah, like, Blitzes, again, ever since going back to that one time I played Kenny where I just went, you know what I do? I punch him in the face. Yeah. Like, and... No and time to gin up. Yeah, and that's the thing is you just... He you means can, literally you just punch yeah, just Kenny punch him in, in the, the face. face. And then I just throw everything around. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just, like, Blitz is absurd, like... Again, it's just like I, I I tried different things. You know, I went with the Bantha because I'm like, well, okay, if I get if I get one or two cards, I could actually kill a figure really quick, and then I'm and then I'm three dice figure versus three dice figure with with focus, where I can get range and they don't have it. Well, you just you know, I just got slaughtered, <laughs> and it, but that's that's what it is. Like that's the world yeah. we're living in, and it's and you really just have to ask yourself, are you going to play Spectre 
or are you going to figure out some way to win five of six? That's it. That's like, it. I think and, that's and it. That, and, and can you? Yeah, like, after playing Isaac, I think Uskru priority message, you have a very good shot of winning because you can sit in that hallway, yeah. and they have to come to you, and you just go, okay, I'm going to kill Ezra this turn, yeah. and I'm going to kill Kanan this turn, and I'm going to, okay, you finally got to me. Okay, you're getting through two all smugglers. Right. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to kill Sabine. Okay, right. now I have all these things, and I and I'm going to get droid. Yes. right. The biggest problem is just that uh, spe- it's not an auto lose for Spectre. No. Like most everything is on Blitz, and yeah. so mm-hmm. that doesn't dissuade enough people from playing Spectre. It, exactly. That that's the big. That's like the big balance is like. Yeah. There's one game that I think favors, like favors Han Rangers, and every other one I can't think of one that's going to. Yeah. Just make make the other way. I think the real solution here is we just ask everybody to be cool and not play Spectre. So actually, <laughs> so, so, so I have a descending opinion about that. Yeah. Oh, actually, let's have a let's well, have Scott it's, it's Scott, Scott, it. Scott go around the board. Give us your concluding yeah. thoughts. Okay. Well, I mean, that was a joke. <laughs> of course, you're going to play Spectre. Yes. Yeah. But it's just like, wouldn't it be nice if we just everyone said, "Oh, we lost our Spectre cell cards." Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, the the thought is is that so I'm just going to speak to VPT. Um, and, and briefly, because that's that's what I know. Um, VPT, I think, has a good matchup against Spectre. It's not overwhelming. It's not overpowered. It's doing a similar but more janky thing than what Spectre's doing. Yes. Ironically. The Rebels are the overwhelming force in the galaxy. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought the, 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 plucky, the plucky defenders yeah. of this? You know what? Spectre was supposed peace. to be B-tier until Disney said, no, we like this show. <laughs> We're selling DVDs. Make it good, <laughs> Todd. Todd. Um, so, uh, uh. so I think um, the biggest concerns for me are... And let's talk specifically in the context of Blitz. In, in the con- context of Blitz is you need to have a strong opening hand. If you don't, you're going to struggle. You need to play around Spectre. You need to pick off the people you can. Um, <clears throat> look at whether, if they're trying to charge you, try and move the other direction. Like, it's hard. It's not going to, there's no easy way to do it. Your opponent can prevent it. We, I mean, me and Matt went back and forth. If you do this, I'll do this. Yeah, if you yeah. do this, I'll do this. Yeah. And, and that's a thing. And so the consistency isn't there. Um, if your opponent is mildly competent, it's going to be difficult. If they're like never played the game before and don't understand how anything works, then then you maybe got a twenty five percent chance. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, but like if they if they if they don't rush you, then I think you actually have an advantage Agreed. on blitz. Agreed. I do. But if they that. rush you, then you have to just make them pay for it. I think killing Ezra, like obviously me and JK, it's an anomalous um, matchup. But if you can cost someone who isn't as confident something big, yeah. you might psychologically be able Agreed. to pull them yeah. back. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I think cards matter a lot. I think if your list depends on focus, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. I think if you your list depends on being far away, you're doubly screwed. Yeah. So I think Han Rangers doesn't work on Lothal Blitz against Spectre. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Matt. So... This is mostly within the context of, like, how I'm thinking about preparing for Worlds, right? Yeah. And no one is more frustrated about the Spectre situation than me. Like sure. I said, I didn't play it until literally last week. Yep. That's, like, over six months, maybe more since it was released, That I before I decided to actually pilot the thing, because I was... Screw Spectre. Yeah. Ezra, Ezra's dumb. Ezra's dumb. And we thought we were, we're not doing it. it. And we yeah. thought, hey, it's a pre-build... 
It's a known factor. We can probably break it. And we yeah. could before the rotation, I think. I agree, actually. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe. all four of us made top eight at a very competitive Utah regional, right? Uh-huh. Three of us were in the top four, yeah. right? Like, we... I mean, I made top Two of eight. us were in the top two. That's right. I made One top eight by the skin of my teeth and lost uh, three games against Spectre back-to-back-to-back. Yeah, that's crazy. Which was not fun. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um... I got rushed by Spectre, though. Like, part of it, I got rushed by Spectre in my mm-hmm. top eight match and won. Yeah. Like, it was literally everyone surrounded Vader, and I was like, Blitz won't be a problem. Oh, okay, it will. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm normally all about, like, hey, innovate, look for opportunities to surprise people. There's a value in the surprise factor. There's a value in having a ton of skill in the list that you know how to play yep. if your opponent hasn't practiced against it. All that said, I cannot think of a strategically sound set of reasoning yeah. to not play Spectre at Worlds at this point in time. Uh, strategically sound. So strategically sound. So there, so there may be personal preference, there may be stylistic, yep. there may be stuff. Math. The math works out but to play it. Yeah. The math is if you want to go, if you want to do well. If you want to win. If you want to win, yep. probably play Spectre. Yep. I'm expecting Worlds to be Spectre Bowl 2019. So like, what percentage do you think of Worlds? I would not be surprised if we have like 60% plus. 60% Spectre. is actually where I'm kind of thinking. 60 um, or 70, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, of one list. Of, of a single list. Look what you've done, Todd. It's 4x4. Four four. <laughs> yeah. It's worse so, than 4x4. And, and, and I expect is. that we will get some kind of an errata after Spectre dominates Worlds. But, and the thing is, like, you, say dominate, before then. you th- say dominate Worlds. Like, there is a difference between, like, IG Worlds 2018, where IG was... 2017, sh- 2018. 2017, yeah. 2018, right? Like, where Hunters and IG... So, Hunters, that's actually that's a good way to describe it. Hunters dominated Worlds in 27 and 2018, right? But there was actually slight variation between what those... Well, well my point is... Matt, is like Spectre it, Cell has a different one-cost upgrade every yeah. time. My point you're, is... You're right. 2.5% of the list is different, potentially, every time you play yeah. it. My point well, Ironically, is, that's also your win percentage. <laughs> that's a, boom, got him! <laughs> my point is, is that... Hunters dominated Worlds in the sense of they were everywhere and they did well. Mm-hmm. What we're going to see with Spectre at Worlds 2019 is not dominating, but like a, a black hole in which nothing realistically can expect to escape. Yeah. Like I right? genuinely believe if you're going to make the top cut at Worlds not playing Spectre, you have to, be, you have to have either cracked the code which and you figured won't. out a counter, which seems more and more unlikely you're every day. You're not going to do it. Or you need to be... An incredibly talented player, yeah. who also gets very lucky, who wins. So you, this is what. So I'm gonna just have the, to not match with Spectre on Blitz. So I'm okay. I'm gonna take the box, and I will take probably the eight activation box, and I will lose if I play versus Blitz, mm-hmm. Spectre on Blitz, and otherwise my hope is to win my other games and hopefully mm-hmm. not run into DT in one of my other five games. Right, like that's like yeah. my plan. Yeah. Right, and but, but even then though, like you run the gamble. If like if you're trying to win the whole thing, yeah. Pretty good chance that you're going to hit Blitz again I know. in the top cut. I know. Right. And, and then you know, you're done. Right. Yeah. This is the stupid thing because, you know, we spend a couple hundred, you know, a few hundred dollars going to this thing. And it's a time commitment. You take time off work. But And, and this is this is dumb. And, like, um, I would say this. I wouldn't feel right winning Worlds with Spectre. Like, no. I'm not – like, for me, like, it's it's not – it's not that people shouldn't. It's yeah. that I wouldn't because, like, I'm so attached to Vader. Yeah. I'm just going to – I'm going to run Vader because, like – it feels right. I see what you're saying. It's like how I feel about mm-hmm. MHD, yeah. right? And, and I completely understand that. My counterpoint That's is... That's not strategic. I really yeah. want to be it's the not last strategic. champion ever. No, yeah. but my, my counterpoint is this. Got him. Uh, Tyrants of Lothal had some balancing mistakes in that box. Yeah. Now, we could 
take all of you know we even if we were able to engineer a gentleman's agreement between all of the you know the top twenty or thirty or forty best players in the world who are who are going to worlds who all decide, hey, we're not going to play Spectre, and we could have a pretty interesting, potentially a little bit different meta happening, and, yeah. and it would probably be a more fun strategic experience. Yeah. However, one, not everybody's going to be willing to do that. Nope, nope. And two... And also, I would not... I would never say... And then we would never ask for people no. to do that. Like, and people, I would never want to win, yeah. you win, right? Yeah. But really, the point for me is this. If you... like. The only way we are going to get Spectre actually out of the game yeah. is for us to demonstrate in the most blatant way possible that it's a problem. Yeah. So what you're so. saying is that we should all collectively as a group, as a protest, take Spectre Cell and mm-hmm. make 100% of the list yeah. Spectre Cell. Yeah, and, and then we can play Loop and Chewy on the finals table and yeah. stream the worlds. Oh and, and that is referencing something that actually happened with X. I think it was a Miranda. It was a Miranda yeah. Nim game right when X, the X Wing meta was across. Ask Hassan about it in yeah. the Slack. He'll tell you all oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, they played Loop and Chewy on the on stream yeah. on the finals. And then right. they came back for the final salvo, and one of them won, and one of them walked away. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, and also I want to say, like, we've sounded very, very salty, and we are salty, mm-hmm. but also yeah. like it's interesting because people are like, you got to be positive. I'm like, okay, one, we have dedicated thousands of hours to like making and this, dollars and dollars to making <laughs> this game succeed right like the four of us formed our mm-hmm. our like our core group of local IA players like mm-hmm. this is like where Zion's finest started we love this game mm-hmm. right we love this game but like to see like what has happened and to just say, well, like, be positive about it. It's like, no, like, we're watching, like, a fundamental breaking of the game. Right. Well, like, we were, po- like, I mean, Kenny we, never was, but, like, I was, like, I was, like, I was, what's hey, the Kenny word? Kenny was better than I was. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You, you, you three, you and Brett, you guys and Brett formed, like, the triumvirate of salt. <laughs> like, I, I mean, when we say salt, like, what we're saying is, like, we've got opinions about how our things are going to be negatively am- impacted, which turns out have been, like, that right, right. Well, my, my biggest problem is that, uh, we've had the hope, things have started to look up, yep. and then something bad happens. Yeah. So it's like, doubt, that's going to change the game. Vader's going to be overpowered. The world's going to end. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, none of that happened. Oh, Spectre's going to be overpowered. Oh, Spectre's going to destroy everything. Hmm, that didn't happen. Oh, wait. Lothal came in now. Like, oh, wait, wait. We need to qualify this. Yes. Spectre has won sixty percent. Sure, no regional no. census. But, but uh, my point is simply that, like, and this is maybe personal. Sure, there are plenty of people who are like, yeah, Spectre's won, but Spectre also, like, mathematically, a lot of people are running Spectre, so you expect it to win. Like, if if Spectre, that's actually not true. That yeah. it's it's not made yeah. up sixty. Spectre is making thirty. Is is so we we've got like we've rough numbers. But on is this. it the most often run list? No, it, no. it, it is like less than thirty percent of the field for regionals. And it's so it's less than thirty. No, it's not. It's not that it's, it's less than thirty percent. What is the most run list? Like uh, because it's scum it, hunters. Okay, because if or it's like Sabine Sabine hunters is realistically like I would say okay. the most common list is some right. form of Sabine hunters. Okay, that's right. different. Like certain tournaments, like Kentucky Regional, which had like eight players, had six specters, but like. Uh, their recent regional in Poland had 16 players, eight, nine, or ten of them were scum, three specters, two of those specters were in the top four. Right, sure. And that's that's a big... And thing. also it was one by specter. L- look, my only point was, 
at least for me personally, I wasn't super worried about Spectre. Okay. I was like, I feel good about my matchup. Okay. And I felt like you were f- testing out, you had hope, you were testing out like, okay, yep. Spectre's my concern, but I think I can do it with this. Yes. And then Blitz drops. My only point is, is that it's like an emotional roller coaster that sucks. And you go up a little bit, and then down, and then Have up you ever a little been bit. An emotional roller coaster that's been really fun. The whole yes. Isn't that the whole point of an all, emotional roller all, coaster? All roller coasters are emotional <laughs> because they're fun. Yeah. I guess uh, fun is an emotion. I, mean, I don't know if an emotional roller coaster is really fun. Okay, it's an emotional roller coaster that sucks more than a normal emotional roller coaster. Like, I, I, it's like a fun vampire. Instead of sucking blood, it just, just sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The other thing is, like, we've never done this before. Yeah. Like, we have never had a podcast where... Like, what we're talking about is the game fundamentally breaking. We never saw the 4x4. We came in at the tail end of the Ugnaughts yeah. Warm, right? And we've been playing Skirmish quite a bit before, then we weren't really yeah. tapped into the right. world's I into the, meta. Yeah. We were, and we sort of skated happily past the Ugnaughts meta for the most part. Yeah. Matt I, showed up with Ugnaughts after Heart of the Empire. Scott ran Vader. I ran Hondrakata. And, like, it was like, oh, Ugnaughts won't work at this point. And, we, yeah. and that was, like, kind of, like, when we realized, like, oh, this just won't fly. Yeah, we, we were testing to see if it would maybe be a Yeah, we really, yeah. like, Blaze Troopers was where we started, at least me and Matt, yeah. got competitive in tournaments. Yep. Mm-hmm. We Matt, to, wrote, Matt won a regional with it. Yeah. And I was running uh, Wonder Twins, yeah. which me and Andrew were, did a we we did a third place match. Yeah, and right. we played Wonder Twins. Yeah, that's right. Andrew uh, from FAO. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And then Jordan that, and Matt played in the final. Back in the good old days when list building mattered. <laughs> oh, I mean, did it though? You just you just ran the world's trooper. meta, yeah. like, and it was troopers. Troopers dominant. There's always a dominant meta list, but yeah. like I, this I feels have, worse. I have no problem with a dominant list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I right. love that. I personally, I loved that IG was. Dominant. Dominant because IG is a problem that can be solved, right? You can crack the IG meta, right? Where you figure out, like, okay, I, I will know how to play around IG and yeah. I'll know how to do this. And I'm like calculating risk. Spectre and is a fundamentally different problem where its efficiency and its power is on enough of a different scale yeah. that even though it is like 97% a known factor, yeah. it is still hard to crack. Yeah. Like, well, because if, if, if Spectre is everything wrong with grading on a bell curve. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's just, it's so round and smooth, and there's nowhere to pop that stupid bubble. <laughs> that's true. If you kill IG, you pop that stupid bubble. If you kill Veda, you pop that stupid bubble. If you kill Ezra, well, guess what? You've got three other yeah. giant people who are yeah. going to annihilate you. I certainly hope Ezra didn't hit you before he died, right? Yeah, Ezra's dumb. Yeah. Don't and worry. Go, going Don't worry. You have a 1% chance he won't. Less and, and, than 1%. And going chance. back to Kenny's point, like, you can blunt, like, IG, you know, end of round, start around, blaze. It can kill you, but at the same time, if you can brunt that, if you can blunt that attack and yeah. survive, you suddenly have a big chance. Yeah. Yes, you're going to lose a bunch of your stuff, but you have a chance because you've they just wasted resources yep. and IGs in the middle, and now you're like, okay, 15 damage, I can do this. That's yeah. what lists are built for. Yep. But Spectre Cell, it's just like, oh, I have two cards. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, what does that guy do? Oh, he's dead now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so and also to put one final point on this, I was watching uh, Matt and JK. They were playing. Owner had 15 health. Yep. And he, and they were trying to decide, or Matt was trying to like make some kind of a calculation in terms of could he do 15 damage in a single activation? Okay. Now, what are things that can do 15 damage in a single activation? Vader. Vader cannot. Well, he can. Wait, oh, yeah. Party, party, party. Party. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So Vader. Yep. Uh huh. Um, Alliance Rangers that are focused and with a handful of cards. And with a handful of cards, yep. right? Uh, um, IG88 again, but he has to have a handful of cards, yep. right? And well, he still, has to have one card. What? And it depends on what it was. Well, no. Assassinate. But, 
I mean, like, even still, like, IG's rolling red, red, green. I mean, it, it depends, right? But this I, is... Red, I, expect, that's fine. That's I, fine. I expect him to do six damage per attack. Okay. And then with assassinate, that's 15. Okay, that's fine. Also, Onar doesn't have a defense die, so the math But he's gets, got get down, right? And your defense die sure. against Spectre doesn't matter unless you roll a dodge. Sure, I know. Okay. I, yeah, I, I get it. Okay, uh, so what I'm saying is, so we've got... You're thinking, what can do 15 damage in a single, uh, in a single activation? And then Matt, with Zeb and Sabine, manages to easily... Easily hit 15 damage and remove Onar. With zero right. cards. With zero cards. Yeah. yeah. So was it, did you activate Zeb, make two attacks, and then do a special spell? I, I don't even think you had to spend. Did you? I, I don't even think you had to do. You did do Spectre, but I, did, I don't even think you did the I, second I, attack with. I, I believe it was Kanan, actually. Okay. So it was a single attack from Kanan. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then a Spectre Cell attack from Sabine. Yeah, that's 15 damage, and right? 15 I, damage. I think that's, With a that's high variance, but I still... But, like, it's but like it's no cards, right? Like, just think about yeah, it. Yeah, no, like, I get it. It's, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. It, mostly, I think, honestly, if you made one change to the Spectre... If you just made that extra attack a deplete, the whole game changes. I still, th- I still think it's too strong, just because yeah. their defensive profile yeah, is so too I strong. Mean, We've talked about this a lot yeah, on the right. side. Well, but that's, you're right. I mean, yeah. like, that's better, yeah. right? Right, or even just, like... Someone there was like someone in the the Facebook group who said like hey the shock group were saying like if you choose plus one damage or plus one block at the beginning of the round and you make it deplete they think that does it like there's the point this point simply is is that the card is too good way too good like I get it if you take the card away the figures suck yeah but like Sabine doesn't yep yeah Sabine's the best figure without the card but well Hera is is a support no Hera is the best without the card yeah but Sabine is really really good yeah. And also the other problem is I was thinking about this because we, we have we the mega thread became so like the mega 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 thread which eventually the twelve hundred comment oh it's it was I think total it's probably around three thousand comments but it like nine hundred of them have been eaten by the slack um, but when we were talking like this was a conversation about fixing Spectre but I realized in my game against Matt even if we fix Spectre even if it was a deplete he's still going to kill two Rangers yeah around I, I am fundamentally of the opinion. That that because of the fundamental rules design yeah. of uh, of Imperial Assault, the base assumptions that exist because of how the rules work, how the game work, how how the damage rolls out. Yeah, I don't think it's possible for a list that plays like Spectre does uh-huh. to be balanced within the context of the game. Yeah, I think it's either going to be too strong or too weak, and that the tipping point is too tight. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, agreed. Okay, well, we have gone on way, way, way too long. Yeah. We love you all. Thank you for listening to our salty, our salty rant. We, we, we are super excited to hang out with everybody at Worlds. Worlds is going to be so much fun, right? Like, even if it's Spectre Salt Bowl, right? Like, it is still going to be so much fun, yeah. right? And we are going to have swag and tons of things to make everyone feel loved. We want to say hello to everybody. We're going to release a few more episodes between now and Worlds. Because I want our hundredth episode to be released at Worlds, um, but everybody, now that's timing. Yeah, I know, Dad Gummit. I have done it. I have done it. <laughs> shoot, son. Shoot, son. Anyway, but we love you all. Thank you for listening to this again. Go break Spectre with mm-hmm. Blitz and try and yeah. try and prove. Good and, and if you want to argue about any of this further with us, just add us on the Slack. Yeah, that's right. Join join the Slack channel by uh, mm-hmm. sending an email. To me, s- I'm happy to type out an essay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, yes, indeed. Everyone loves it. I know. That's right. We do. We do. Okay. Um, no other concluding thoughts. We love you all. Have a good night.